between light and darkness continues. Heroes and villains become harder to identify. Kindred spirits separated at birth, fighting for their place in time to be solidified. The clock ticks faster and faster while time runs the marathon in this Babylon. But see, the end is only the beginning. The beginning of the calm before the storm. I used to dream of success. Now success is inadequate. It seems the bigger I get, the more they What's get going mad. on? Cause it ain't no rules of 5.29 p.m. October 18th. song to fucking play, you know what I mean? I didn't get to catch up on last week's releases yet. It's just way too much. Again, I, I don't even know what's accurate by the time this comes out. Yeah, I, I've been trying to stay off social media with, with engaging super hard on every little detail because you don't know what's fucking real and what's fucking being fake. There's like, you know, it's, it's a whole misinformation campaign and shit, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Everything is just fucking, you know.
unveiling the grim reality of duality in which everyone is a casualty. No one will be exempt. Truth has many shades. It's not a matter of black and white, but gray. Although many, we are one. So in the final analysis, could it be we're fighting a war that can't be won? Bombs away because I'm looking for the BLB song, and then I just started playing random, uh, you know. How about this Bombs Away song? By the police. I felt like the whole theme of, like, you know, because there's been bombs being launched, whatever. I don't know if any of these songs, like, I mean, I know the B.O.B. one isn't really advocating for bombs. He's, he's, he's talking about how the time is, so I, so playing some of these, I don't know if, like, they're advocating for bombs to be, you know. That's, that's not what I'm advocating for. I could have just fucking, you know, I could have just done the, um, I could have just gone back to my shtick that people get tired of, you know, eventually, where, uh, you know, I, I I I play I play this fucking song when uh when whenever um you know there's something important that needs to be talked about. You know, you know, you know you know what song if you never listen to the podcast, you know this one right here. If it, if it plays, I don't know why it's not. I don't know why it's not playing. Hold on a second. Hold on one sec. I, I ruined the whole fucking thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure you know what song is going to be played. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there it is. You 
chain of events that I can go by. It's like, it's like every day I go online and I look on like, okay, what's like some like latest development? You know what I mean? Because like a few days ago, it was like 700 Palestinians were dead. Now there's like, I'm sure there's like a lot more now because the uh, hospital was blown up. And then even that has to come with, oh, did, did, um, did uh, you know, it's like the, the, this horrid atrocity that are going on like around the world, across the fucking board, what's what's making it ten times, what's making it even more fucking worse, is a bunch of sports entertainment personalities online, who are, and some of them I don't buy as being pro Palestinian. They're using this to pivot more to the fucking right, basically, because I'm gonna bet you any money that if this is revealed to be like, this because because like there's certain people on the on on the left who claim to be on the left. The post left, who will pretend like uh, this attack from Hamas represents what uh, for Palestinians, and the reason why they're doing that is because there's going to be a revelation down the line that maybe Trump is the one that had documents that helped organize this attack to go down. You know what I mean? And then with the call, and because Biden on the surface is uh, you know giving more aid to Israel. Even though their aid to Palestinians is like, you know, you're already bombing them and you're giving them aid for stuff that... Like, mean that you maybe you should stop bombing them and then also just give them the aid and stop bombing them. But the bombing is going to keep continuing. But, 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 but again, in 2023, I'm, I'm able to realize that what, whoever the president is, whoever the world champion is, the Booker, the Vince McMahons of the world are the ones that are running shit. So, you know what I mean? So, this is going to be, in my personal opinion, this is going to be a way for them to basically make it seem like, you know, like, again, if if something that Trump did help fucking trigger this happening, basically, like, officially by the kayfabe thing, whatever, and all the the kayfabe storyline, it's going to be a way for people then to claim that Trump has been more pro-Palestinian than any other fucking president, especially Joe Biden. Even though it's fundamentalism, on, it's fundamentalism on both ends. No, and when I say both ends, I'm not saying, oh, I'm talking about Palestinian people who are being oppressed. Like the, the between innocent civilians and government power, pal, uh, Israel has them fucking dominated. It's not even a fucking question. 
anyone who thinks that that part is the even part, that isn't fucking the even part, because Palestinians are getting fu- have been fucked with, have been, have been getting the, the worst out of all of this. As badly as, uh, you know, what happened to, you know, the Israeli citizens who, you know, but when it comes to, like, the information online of people who have been funded by billionaires and people who have been apologists for Putin, have been apologists for um, other far-right-wing elements, uh, making it seem like Marjorie Taylor Greene is more fucking, uh, uh, is, 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 is more of a, um, a, more of a doer than the uh, squad and all that kind of shit. Those people I don't trust with their pro-Palestine sentiment. And 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 both and, and both and both like like the people on the who are post left, are blaming people who are liberal, right for their rhetoric, right, and then people who are supposed to be liberal, are. Pointing out that everyone on the left is pro Hamas, even though the people that are figures, I believe are probably going to end up being pro Hamas. That's why I'm not retweeting as many fucking people, about this incident. Because I don't know if they're if they're if they're good faith actors. I mean, the, yeah, the sentiment I agree with wholeheartedly: free Palestine and the fucking occupation. But I also have to trust some of the people's sentiments of of what's been going on. You know, that's just me. Now I know I lose credibility with that because because then people can go, "Oh, you're making a both sides of the issue," but it's not really both sides of the fucking issue. Let me go. I mean, some of this stuff is outdated, but I mean, Mark Lamont Hill, um, he went at fucking one of the fucking oh, interview. Um, he he makes the foreign minister admit that Israel deliberately starving and bombing Captain you know. Gaza. So the UN is saying you must do that. He said that the humanitarian situation quote, will only deteriorate exponentially, and that crucial life saving supplies, including fuel, food, and water must be allowed into Gaza. So the UN is saying you must do this. You are saying you're not going to do this. Um, how do you... No, you're not, we're not saying that. He's saying, do it, he's saying, saying doing it immediately. Is, what I'm saying is what, you, what you're doing. No, no. He's saying doing it doing, okay. doing immediately. I, yeah. I got you. I'll tell you exactly what we're saying. I'm saying we will do everything for the Gazan people. Once and now, we demand immediate surrender, unconditional surrender of Hamas. If Hamas people come out... Thing is, all this talk about oh, if Hamas did this. Thing is, in my personal opinion, the Israeli government have ties with Hamas. So even if you're going to use the Hamas excuse of why you're you're not going to stop until they you know give up, they don't give a shit about Palestinian people. So obviously they're going to do shit that's going to obviously affect Palestinian people. They don't actually give a shit. But I believe that they work hand in hand with the the far right wing government of Israel. It's been more benefactory for them to have Hamas there, basically. ...ends up and clear their weapons. Believe me, everything will be restored to Gaza. It is Hamas in Hamas' hands. Okay, now I am... Everything will be restored to Gaza like there's anything... Like like things were like going smoothly before this. This is what I'm talking about. Like, like we're living in a world where like the atrocities are 100% fucking real, right? Everything, you know, is going... but. What it is is, like, there's sports entertainment now for people online to go, oh, look, 
we dunked on somebody doing this, and then the pro-Israel side will dunk on bad faith actors and then equate them to the entire fucking left. Or equate entire, um, you know, acquire some fringe people doing the fucking pro-Hamas thing being over the top, and then you equate it with anyone that's being pro-Palestine. You're putting it that way. No one, everyone is considered left if they're being pro-Hamas. But no one's pro, no one's pro-right-winger if you're fucking doing the super pro-Israel thing. Thank you for clarifying that, sir. I, I think I think I think we're actually on the same page here. You're saying that once Hamas leaves, you'll you'll grant the the, the Gazan people food, shelter, fuel, electricity, hospitals, schooling. And in, and if they don't, and, and if Hamas doesn't leave, then they'll continue to starve and die in hospitals. You are defining for the international community right now collective punishment. You're saying until until Hamas acts differently, the two million people in Gaza are going to be treated this way. And once Hamas acts differently, these two million people in Gaza will be treated better. That is exactly what collective punishment is. You're holding them accountable for the actions of others. That is the definition, the textbook definition of, of, of collective punishment, sir. Now, you may, you, you may accept that that's what you want to do, but this is absolutely a contravention of international law. Well, I'll tell you exactly, no, had we had no, if we had we pushed into the wall, not pushing them to the wall, we want to open a humanitarian corridor so they can leave. But if Hamas, so that who can Hamas, leave? so that who can leave citizens, you're saying civilians can leave, but only through the Rafah border, correct? At this point, yes, so they can't because where else your country, <laughs> they can come into Israel. I'm telling you one more thing I want to say. Uh, no, no, but, but I, want you to, I want you to address that point. Don't just smile, sir, respectfully. You're saying they, they, you're, not, you're making a corridor. I, they can go to, they can see, go to and, the, and, and this official is also smiling at this. So it's, it's, it's like they know that these things, like, like even though it's good to see some pushback against some of these Israeli officials that are justi justifying it. It's like in 2023, these confrontations don't mean as much as they would have meant 10 years ago. 20 years ago or 30 years ago because now everything is constantly a fucking show the online is the part of the establishment now but this guy is like fully just smiling while this is going on basically you're bombing not you mark lamont hill them, the guy on the screen come in first of all i'm not smiling i'm crying in my to cut off right there. But then it, a talk became around like, so, you know, like, like, for example, if Israelis are allowed to defend themselves against Hamas, right? And I'm talking about just Hamas, you know what I mean? Even though, like, you know, everyone will think that any Palestinian is Hamas, right? But then, so, so then, so, what, so if, if what goes on with the Israeli citizens, uh, the Palestinian citizens, you know, are, you know, like, like them who have nothing to do with this horrid shit that Hamas did or whatever are getting punished for it. Then are they allowed to fight back or is them... I I, I, I don't know the fucking answer what what establishment jerk-offs will fucking give me. They'll claim that it's, like, act of fucking terror what they're fucking doing to, like, you know, defend yourself. You can tell what to call my blogs and podcasts are like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, pissing people off behind the scenes because my trolls, 
keep coming out, like, you know, what, like, they keep doing the, the cute little thing of opening the subreddit, closing the subreddit, putting vague threats about, um, by the way, my, my power did go out, and my trolls are, t- again, I'm not saying that there hasn't been, I was looking at power outages in Mississauga, or, or in Brampton, or in Toronto, or whatever, something seemed to be happening last week, so I looked at Ontario in general, I mean, there wasn't many people talking about power outages going out, so my trolls are definitely fucking, you know, since, like, they're agents, in my personal opinion, and they can, like, you know, like, do shit when I'm out of the fucking house, like, you know, plant, plant, plant mice in, in, into the cracks, they'll probably take credit for that as well, but, but, but now, like, the main, one of the main trolls is, like, Using that old meme of about uh, how, um, you know, they photoshopped me tackling some guy. When they put up my face on some guy tackling some guy. The guy looks ten times bigger than I am. You know I mean? It looks really... I mean, people who know me know that that isn't me. But people who don't know me, they'll see that. But now they're changing it to I attacked uh, I attacked uh, somebody with, with, with Israeli pins or, or Jewish pins and all that kind of stuff at a Mary Brown's Chicken. You know, like not the most fucking creative, just being nuisances. And then when I, t- again, the, these guys, the, I don't understand why they close the subreddit. You guys are fucking pussies who will, will get away with it because you're affiliated with far right wing fucking people. I, I know you're trying to throw people off your scent about that too, because you look at your common history. You guys are conveniently commenting on different um, stories that have to do with Republicans, where you'll say the bare minimum of, oh, this guy seems like a dumbass. Oh, this guy is a fucking liar. You know what I mean? They, they're doing that so that when people look at their fucking, you know, their um, comment section, they'll think it's like a, a, a guy, people that are, are more Democrat. No, no, these guys are right-wing. Some of the fucking shit they've said have been very far right-wing. You know, I don't know. Then this uh, Brian, this Brian Mass guy to counter Rashida Tlaib, um, having a Palestinian flag outside her fucking office. Was, I, I, apparently, like Matt Binder put right here because I'm looking at the tweet right. Kind of because again, some of these guys like they sound familiar, but you can't keep track of their origin story. But, like, now it sounds familiar, where it's like, Brian Mass is an evangelical Christian born and raised in the U.S. He said he didn't even follow what was going on in Israel until he got into alleged altercation during a pro-Palestinian pro- protest while at Harvard. So he volunteered to go to Israel in 2015 to serve the IDF. I don't even, I, I don't even buy that story. He probably knows, and this is, like, his way of, like, justifying why he was, ra- like, you know, radicalized on the Israeli side, I guess. But, like, everyone's, like, do, see, everyone's doing a fucking gimmick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, the genocide that's going on, like, the horrible shit that's going on back and forth, but don't think for a second that they wouldn't take adv- that the entertainment dollar and all this won't take advantage of, like, um, different different um, political fucking analysts. I use that term loosely because a lot of these people are not political analysts. Uh, settling their vendettas with old enemies... Everyone playing a fucking character. George Santos holding a baby for some reason. And then he was screaming at a a Jewish activist who was talking about a ceasefire. And then it becomes funny because 
you know, George Santos pretending to be Jewish. He's not Jewish, and he's talking to a Jewish activist who isn't being who isn't being anti-Palestinian. I don't know. And then, and then, and then, guys that are guys like guys that are making good points about people on the left being pro Hamas, even though this guy uh, David Pakman, right, he's like a fucking neocon type of person, right. So it doesn't mean shit coming from him saying this because he's going to be super pro Israel. But the thing is, the people that are super pro Israel will make valid fucking argument against bad faith actors, but they'll go, oh, that's the entire left. While the bad faith actors on the fucking, who say they're on the fucking left, will point out legitimately how some of these neocons and neoliberals are being bloodthirsty for, you know, for against anything that's Islam. We don't support authoritarian regimes. We don't support terrorism. For actual leftists, we don't support authoritarian regimes. We don't support terrorism. We don't support violence of any kind. And that includes violence coming from Israel to innocent Palestinians. We don't support movements that subjugate women or LGBT people or those who say, I don't want to be part of this religion anymore. We feel terribly for the Palestinians living under Hamas. Lots of the people supporting Hamas in the West would be killed by Hamas or at least subjugated. And that's lost on many of the, the so-called progressives on the left. So- See, but I don't think some of these people that he's pointing at, and I'm not talking about, this is not me, confl- I'm not conflating, like, the, like you know, I, I mean, this guy is confl- probably conflating anybody that's pro-Palestinian as ha- pro-Hamas. But there's definitely people who from the get-go, who are, who are over to me, bad faith fucking actors who would have been, you know, 10 years ago would have been good faith actors to me, at least a little bit, because they're less compromised in the mainstream media. There's definitely people who are pretend, and I don't think they're actually left. And I'm, and I'm not talking about, and again, this is not me, again, again, when you talk about this, you got to be careful with how you word it, because now people will assume that I'm talking about any pro-Palestinian fucking person. Like how Bill Maher tried to fucking uh, um, like use some of the the fringe bad faith actors at these protests, and as a collective, be be in favor that anyone that was that's that's being pro Palestinian, they're gonna be blacklisted from ever getting a job and shit. So like they're doing that, but like this guy, but this guy, I've seen this guy, I've seen this guy's takes before. He seems to have like a neoliberal fucking tinge to him as well. But, like, this message here for, like, if you apply it to the bad faith actors who, you know, like, uh, Jackson Hinkle, uh, you know, um, uh, I'll, I'll play what fucking Nick Fuentes fucking said. Because he's the more obvious example of it. Because, like, there's people on, uh, who want the boat, who are the, who are the, who are on the side of both, uh, they're on the side of fucking the same coin that has fascism. They're on different fucking sides of the coin, essentially. 
This is not me talking about the people or people that are protesting uh, to, like, you know, want peace and want ceasefire and want fucking the occupation to fucking end. I'm not equating that. I'm not equating all those fucking people. But there are bad faith fucking actors who get platformed. And I'm not going to just go, oh, because he says free Palestine, I'm just going to go with the sentiment. Like, yeah, the whole sentiment I wholeheartedly agree with. But I'm not going to fucking then, t- like, you know, go, okay, well, that makes this person more credible. I'm not going to say Jackson Hinkle or fucking Andrew Tate are, are, are credible to this fucking situation. It actually does harm to the Palestinian people. We need to make sure that we don't ignore death and suffering on any side. On any side, it's a disaster. It also has to be recognized that after a terrorist attack, countries will defend themselves. Apply what happened here with Hamas to anywhere around the world. And we would be saying, well, the the victims have to defend themselves. Now, do they defend themselves in an appropriate way? Do they even go out? You know, when when we were attacked by Al-Qaeda and went to Iraq, did that make sense? No, it made absolutely no sense. And so we can still be critical. We can still be discerning and all of these different things. But the attacks on me is, I thought you were a progressive. I want to hear which progressive value I'm not espousing. You know, I don't know. These these guys aren't, you know, I don't know. See, like, like for example, Ravana put here to, to, to comment this guy's set goes... Focusing more time on energy scolding a few people who have perceived support. Here's the thing. It's not just a few people. It's people who are bad faith actors. What, like, what, like, I understand you want to, like, see, again, this is why I'm saying people, some people on the left will, will then, like, like, for example, am I supposed to fucking be more happy because Andrew Tate is pretending to support Palestine? Like, can I not call that out as bad faith? Like, this guy is aligned with far right wing fucking people. Like this is this is what Nick this is what Nick Fuentes said, and this is this is people who align with him. This is what they actually fucking believe. But he's gonna be overly obvious about it. He actually look. This is what he admits right here. But to be really honest with you, I don't care that much about this conflict. Just like I really don't care that much about Russia and Ukraine. But just like with Russia and Ukraine. This conflict has severe consequences for our adversaries. And what are we? We are an American sovereignty movement. You understand what that means? We believe that the American people should have sovereignty over their own country. It means that we should be able to determine, we Americans should be able to determine how our country is run and what happens in our country. We don't have that right now. Right now, our government is captured by foreign interests, one of which is Israel, one of which is the Jewish maximalist. But see, he, 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 see, he says he, he makes it seem like he cares about the like the right like the right wing interest. Again, he says he says Israel. He generalizes, right? But are there right wing interests that of Israel that are in the fucking U.S.? Yeah, the, I I I believe I believe there are, right? Hence why there's so much fucking support from the establishment for them. But this guy, he knows by putting that rhetoric out 
that it's going to just start generalizing more. Like, even bad faith actors that are putting out, oh, like, they're doing the whole, like, oh, um, oh, you think Israeli citizens give a shit about Palestinians, huh? Well, here's a viral video of a woman making cookies for the military and the, you know, making cookies for the IDF. You don't think that's designed to be put out there? So you start thinking that nobody in Israel is opposed to what's going on whatsoever? Like, there's also bad, like, there's people who say they're on the fucking left that won't fucking, like, even, even count that as bad faith fucking acting. Like, you, you, like, like, a lot of you are pushing back against the establishment, which, again, you should be pushing back against the pro-Israeli fucking narratives of downplaying fucking genocide and downplaying what fucking led up to this whole entire fucking thing. I'll, I'll support that all fucking day. But the thing is that in 2023, these establishment media types are not the be-all, end-all, even if they're the ones that are, like, the WWE of the situation. It doesn't mean that other people who pretend to call out the mainstream media aren't being compromised. Because there are some people... Again, I don't say, I'm not going to say, oh, those people on the left. Because I don't believe some of these people are actually on the left. There are people on the left that were sharing Nick Fuentes' uh, like, uh, anti-Israeli sentiment because it's, anti, it's anti-Israeli. But why would you want to be associated with Nick Fuentes? I'm not talking about the bad faith actors online who are dominating the space when you need to find out what's really fucking going on. Things are AI generated. There's fucking photoshops. There's a bunch of fucking lies that are going on. You don't even know if it was like, but like, for, like they're doing the obvious lies of denying that they bombed the fucking hospital. Like they've like stopped. Like they haven't done that before. We all know that. But now blaming on Hamas, um, you know, uh, harboring you know something in there, uh, and they and they try to fire rockets and it fell short. Even if you're going to blame Hamas, I personally believe that Hamas is controlled um, by Israel. So, to me, it's like, even if you want to blame Hamas for something, it's still partly fucking, it's, it's still Israel's fault, too. I'm talking about the government, not the citizens. The people that feel comfortable generalizing everybody. But I'm just telling you, some of the stuff that's online as well is part of the establishment. It's billionaire-funded. And if you can't point that fucking out, then I don't know what to tell you. Likud party in Israel, which dominates our government. The Likud regime in Israel has captured our government. They're responsible for the censorship. They're responsible for the war in Iraq. And if Israel's genocide of Gaza is going to rally international support against them, then once again, this becomes a situation where the enemy... And, and see, and because Nick Fuentes is associated with Kanye, associated with Trump, I guess all these associations, you can just say, oh, well, you're going to get mad because the guy took a picture with him, whatever, and all that. They'll downplay it. They're letting you know who's associated with who. But, the, but, 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 the, but this is what, what Trump and his like, ilk are, are, are going to be for. And, 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 when, and Trump, when Trump starts go, going at it, about, like, you know, the Israeli government, like, and he'll, like, do, like, a, a propped-up version, a fake version of it, where everyone thinks it'll be, oh, my God, can you believe he spoke out against it? This is going to be the representation of what they really want from it, because they, because, again, they, they, they believe that Israel's a chosen place, but, like, they want, like, you know, but, but they want all Israeli citizens to be wiped out, while the super pro-Israel people would be, like, we're for Israel, but therefore, their fundamentalists having control. Like it's like the same. It's like the same side of the fucking coin. 
Like, sorry, different side of the fucking coin, sorry. Of our enemy becomes our friend. And so, although I'm an American, and I'm an America firster, and on some level I am ambivalent in a true sense about the outcome of these conflicts, we have to recognize their strategic importance. America is the seat of the liberal empire that controls the world. And we are enemies of that liberal order because of our old world views. And so to the extent that Russia is rolling that back or China is rolling that back, to the extent that Israel is being led into a trap which will alienate it from the world and diminish its influence, then we have to support these causes. We have to be strategic about it. See? This is what I'm talking about, man. See, again, so some of these guys are, and some of these people who pretend to be left are on that side of fucking thinking, but they're not admitting it. They're making it seem like they're solely pro-Palestinian people. And again, being at your core, being pro-Palestinian um, and being for free Palestine, there's nothing fucking wrong with it. Nothing wrong with pointing out the atrocities that fucking that 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 fucking uh, um, that Israel has, the Israeli government have fucking done, and how other fucking Western countries have helped fucking add to that. But I can already see where it's fucking going. You know what I mean? I can already see the fucking the overall fucking overall thing about it. Like Lee Fang is working. Like Lee, okay, like Lee Fang put over here. I'm seeing a ton of good faith discussion from leftists and liberals shouted down by reflective smears of anti-Semitism. It's perfect mirror of people shouted down as racist for airing any dissent or consumer violence during the 2020 riots. But the thing is, is like some of these, like you know, some of the overly done, uh, focused on violent stuff that was done during the Black Lives Matter protest. I believe like they are funded. To go down, like, and not like in a oh the liberals did that. I mean, you like for example, if you see a whole cr- like you, like you see a crowd of black people, uh, uh, you know, just uh, protesting, and then some of them are self defending themselves, whatever, right? From you know police brutality and all that type of shit, or or some of them you know might be lured into like going you know what I'm so mad let's fucking you know let's let's, let's start breaking some of the stuff like, the, like at least the, the bigger stores and all that type of shit. That are closed down, which you know, again, like it's, it's it's by design, right? But then some of the ones that are going, like the ones that help the right wing's cause to basically make it seem like, like it was just like you know, like you know, like uh, like you know, like uh, you know, how they're presenting it, like the violence, like like just like random fucking violence, or like beating some Asian guy up, or beating up like a white couple, or something like that, or making like you know. Uh, or, or, or making white people bow down, whatever. Like, how do you know those people are actually with Black Lives Matter? And they're, and they're, they're not agents of chaos being thrown in. Like you assume because every, anyone that's black, you're automatically assuming that they're all Black Lives Matter. Just like, you know, like, does the Black Lives, does that account for Black Lives Matter Chicago? Does, he re, does that represent for all of Black Lives Matter organizations or, or the movement itself? 
Like, you're gonna take what one guy did with a paraglider, and that was a stupid thing to do. You're gonna take that and and then and then basically denounce that, like, oh, I, I, I regret um, standing, standing with Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. Like, you're really gonna go that fucking route. You're gonna take bad faith actors to fucking shit on an entire fucking movement. Like, that's what's going on with also the pro-Palestinian shit. But I also noticed that with some of the people who are not super pro-Palestinian, like, 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 I mean, like, they're not super pro-Israel, but, like, they're, like, 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 Peter Rosenberg is denying that it's a genocide. And even though I agree with the sen- the sentiment that he has about how there's bad faith, bad faith actors online, denying that it's a genocide when, like, you're making it seem like this is a fucking, you know, oh, it's, it's a war. No, the whole thing was designed for it to be more of a genocide, to justify it, to muddy the fucking waters. Because even if you believe what Hamas did, right, and I, I believe that, but, you, but also at the same time, if you don't believe that Hamas has existed to basically help the, the right-wing regime of Israel to justify why they're going to do what they're fucking doing... One minute it's a terror organization. One minute it's a government. It's the Palestinian government. You can't make you. You can't have it both ways. You can't fucking go. You like you're blaming people for voting in Hamas when like most of these people in Palestine are fucking like you know under like a lot of them are under eighteen. So like in two thousand five, two thousand six, whenever Hamas was put in, you know what they call like those people didn't vote for it. And I don't even think the people who are who actually who are able to vote like had much choice to vote. Like, who else are they gonna vote for? When you're killing left wing opposition all the fucking time. This is from uh, Kazim Rashid. He put out a. Uh, this is from a couple of days ago, so it's kind of outdated. But I had a bookmark. You know what I mean? Whatsoever. Huh. Continue to conflict Hamas with Palestine and therefore say it's okay to bomb Palestinian civilians. Here's why that view makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. First of all, half of the 2.2 million people in Gaza are under 18. They're children. So to punish children for the acts of Hamas is absolutely a war crime and against international human rights law. Second, it's irrelevant that Hamas won an election 20 years ago. They banned all elections. They're telling you that they are an illegitimate anti-democracy extremist group. True democratically elected organizations don't have to cancel elections to stay in power. That's literally fascism. And finally, international human rights law specifically condemns collective punishment. It does not allow any government for any reason to hold civilians accountable for the acts of terrorists. I've said this for well over a decade. As a human rights lawyer, I am resolute in my commitment to justice. Hamas targeting and killing civilians is a war crime and they need to be held accountable. But the response to war crimes cannot be more war crimes. If your response to all this is, well, okay, then what is the solution? We can talk about that and have a logical, thoughtful, compassionate, justice-based conversation on that. But that conversation cannot involve bombing children who had nothing to do with this horrific act by Hamas. It is critical that we stay firm on international human rights law to protect all Jewish civilians and all Palestinian civilians. That is the goal here. That is what we need to stand united to uphold. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, people might not think it's not not reactionary enough. For some some reason, there's a portion... (coughs) There's a portion of online factions... That are, you know, funded by billionaires. Um, 
like, like I'm seeing it, like, again, like I'm seeing reactionary Bush era to basically crush Muslim voices. They took, they, they, you know, again, like, they're even booking their own angles now where it becomes obvious, like, uh, many Hassan and other Muslim anchors have been taken off, you know what I mean? They're making it, like, obvious. But the thing is, when you, when you, when they purposely, when they purposely do shit like that, they're purposely making people who are just regular people go, like, go, oh, you see, they're taking away Muslim voices. So then, like, you know, even though, like, you're noticing that, and that's, you know what I mean, and that's right, right, to, right to point out, when you're, like, when you have no one else to fucking, like, be, like when you have no one else to who's going to be on the pro-Palestinian side, other than some genuine people that you'll meet in protest and all that kind of shit, but the people who have power within the discourse and with the internet establishment, you're going to be lured into bad faith actors who might have the sentiment of pro-Palestine, but they're going to lead you into fucking worse fucking shit. They're going to lead you down the same road as being with the pro-Israel people down the line, essentially. The pro, you know, when I say pro-Israel, I don't mean the citizens, I mean the state. And then, like, like for example, like, for, for example, this, uh, see, this, Brianna got into a fight with Robbie Suave, uh, with her host, where he's, like, like, again, he has a, he, 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 he's right to condemn people pr promoting Hamas, but when you start conveying it with, like, I've seen people on the left do this, it's like, he knows deep down these pe some of the people that are, pr pr that are advocating for, I'm not talking about the generalizations of 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 people, I'm talking about the bad faith actors, who and again it's important to point out who they are because they're the ones that get to control narratives online. If if you don't see that, then how that's bad as well. Like we're getting the Bush era rhetoric, and we're also getting 2010s reactionary rhetoric, where they'll tell you the system is fucked up, but they won't tell you how it's actually fucking designed. They'll give you a kayfabe version of it. Is killed versus when a Palestinian child is killed. When a Palestinian child is killed, and we heard this from Dershowitz and many other defenders of the indiscriminate killing of Palestinian children, well, it must be the case that uh, Hamas was using them as a human shield. It must be the case that a missile was located, a Hamas missile was located close to those children, and it could not not be helped. And on the other side, we're, we're being told that Palestinians are keeping Israeli children in cages and decapitating them by the dozens, neither which rumor turned out to be true. And yet in the middle of a tragedy that needed no embellishment to make the case for why Hamas's acts are horrible and tragic, there is still this embellishment, and I believe it is rooted in a desire to strip humanity from the people of Palestine and justify doing what Max Miller and a number of other officials in the Israeli government have said. Max which Miller is, is an obscure Republican official. It does not matter what he says. So every leftist, wait a minute, Robbie, every leftist in America was asked to apologize for some random protest. They should apologize. They should apologize for their endorsement of terrorist attacks on innocent Israeli civilians. See, the, even, even, even this little fucking fight that's going on, like, 
in 10 years ago, 20 years ago, this would have fucking meant, like, a lot more, but, like, like, the, I'm not talking about the, I'm not talking about the actual events that are going on, I'm not talking about the actual events, it's still fucking horrible, the events that are going on, I'm talking about the, these, these bad faith actors who are using this for the entertainment dollar to get more engagement and get more fucking money because they have an opinion on this, and when you're yelling and you're having fucking arguments, it brings in more fucking people to watch it. Just as I am outraged by the retaliatory actions that are killing innocent Palestinian children everywhere, I care about both of these things and have said I care about both of these things over and over again. It is you and the idiotic, fat, leftist, terrorist-sympathizing people who do not care about the dead Israelis. They don't. So I'm a terrorist and they've said it over and over again. Black Lives Matter has said it. The Harvard students have said See, it. See, now he's using that for the entire Black Lives Matter because one fucking account fucking put the paraglider shit. And a lot of people denounced the, the, you know, doing that as well. But now he's going to fucking, you know what I mean? So even though he could be right about certain sentiment from bad faith actors online that are fucking using this to justify what happened to Israeli citizens and all that kind of shit, he's now going to fucking start doing his super pro-Israel shit where he's going to just start generalizing anyone who's protesting, anyone that's from Black Lives Matter being pro-fucking Hamas. DSA in various locations have said it. The left endorses what Hamas did. They do. They endorse it. The Harvard newspaper said exactly what the editorial page of Israel's major newspapers. I don't give a f Brianna. Okay, well, that's clear that that's your opinion. But the Israeli voices in Israel who are getting killed because their fascist right-wing government decides to keep two points. The Israelis are getting people. killed because a terrorist group targeted them. And they bear responsibility for what they do. Bri 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 Brianna's actually being right in the situation, but she, but she has been so far gone from other in other fucking areas that, like, even like she, like she's someone that I gotta look out for. Uh, it, with, with, like, even with that socialist MMA guy, right? Like, he he he's using the situation to basically. Um, b by the way, when I um, on accident on Facebook, uh, I was trying to copy and paste a fucking status update. But, like, I had notes that I, I need to jot down from, like, for my podcast where, like, I have a name down. And I, for a bunch of the Palestinian talk, whatever, I, I had it copied and pasted onto my documents. And on accident, I, I put it on, I put, I, put the, I put the notes, like the, like, the point form notes as my status update on my public Facebook page that was there for, like, an hour. So people must have been like, what the fuck, this guy, he has, like, social... Because the reason why I mentioned social MMA, because he was now... He was using the situation to downplay what the Chinese government is doing to Muslims over there. Like, that's when I became also suspicious of people on the left. That, like, like I can... All who claim they're on the left. That what they're called, like, you know, like, you can point out that how um, right-wingers and neoliberals... Are, are itching for any type of war, especially when, when it comes to China, when it comes to, like, you know, like, 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 they're itching for fucking war. Sometimes people will will be, like, 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 for example, like, I don't have to suck Putin's fucking dick or support Russian, the Russian government, but to act like the U.S. is just an innocent bystander to this Ukraine-Russia thing is also laughable. You know what I mean? Like, they, they know that war is inevitable, you know what I mean? Like, you know, sides, everyone profits off of it somehow. Doesn't mean you have to support Russia, but like when people are like you know when people like on and and I see and I see that social MMA guy Nick Cruz, like talking about like oh I'm gonna vote shame you for voting for Biden, and it's like you know like like those those vote shamers who are like bad faith actors, 
like they're always like again they're used as like as liberal. It's like it's, they know that the fucking whole thing is gonna fall flat on its face on the surface. But because like everyone has to pretend like oh there's actual hope if you vote for this person you vote for this person, like I I I said that the, the, the whole voting thing has been symbolic, where like because like in the end of it, like Trump's like the the face the face of fascism which is gonna be Trump and his ilk, they're gonna like you know eventually get their fucking way, and they're easing you into that. So like this is a fucking gift. To people who go, oh, you got to vote for Biden, basically. Because with what Biden has been doing, people are not going to fucking support that. Especially when it comes to... Like, there's a bunch of Muslims that don't want to fucking vote for him now. But who are you going to vote for? Trump? It doesn't matter. You're going to be voting for Vince McMahon regardless. That's why these rules are going to be thrown out the fucking window. Where, like, faction warfare is going to fucking eventually implode on the fucking surface, in my personal opinion. And that's like the direction that I can see that the overall fucking, the overall thing going. I think you know more than Israel, Israelis in Israel, then you can feel free to have your pitch of position. But the position of Israelis who are the ones that are being victimized by the, this, this terrorism is that the fact of stripping the rights of 2.3 million people in an apartheid state on their border are conditions... Justify terrorist attacks on civilians in those towns. Do you think that justifies terrorist attacks? No. Well, I don't either, so why do you keep saying that? Well, I don't think the occupation is justified either. So why are you saying that I do? So, Robbie, I'm not saying that you do. You know, I don't know. But, I mean, Brianna looked good in this one. Here's some Abby Martin. Human shields. So far, the best they can do is share these photoshopped images. See, the building is red. That means Hamas is there. You know, for all of Israel's sophisticated surveillance technology with eyes over every single inch of Gaza, you'd think that they'd be able to produce more than cartoons and doctored graphics. In fact, the only proof they have provided so far are fake videos of Hamas rockets in residential areas. On May 15th, the IDF published a video of an Israeli training operation using a Hamas decoy, but claimed it was an actual Hamas missile launcher near civilians. In another lie, Netanyahu's spokesman tweeted a video claiming it was Hamas firing rockets next to an apartment building. Turns out this was a video from 2018 in Syria. So where's the actual evidence? If they cannot provide any, their claims must be investigated and brought to a trial. Even if there was evidence that Israel was hitting legitimate military targets, it still is illegal to kill such an outrageous amount of civilians. And you can't legally blow up a hospital, even if there are militants nearby. Either way, Israel should not be allowed to be above the law. So that was a good point, man. Let me see here. The live human shield. We shouldn't take Israel's claims of human shields at face value because they have an extensive history of lying about it. I think the most irrefutable example are their killings at Gaza's Great March of Return. But, 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 but then again, if, if again, again, I'm not saying Hamas wouldn't use, like, mean that, like, mean that I'm, I'm of the belief that the Israeli IDF would fucking kill 
civilians, and it's been evident. You know what I mean? You, you, they, they've killed journalists. They've killed medics. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, 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 but it, even if Hamas was doing that, I still believe Hamas is aligned with Israel. So, like, even if you're going to blame Hamas for doing shit, it's still part of what Israel fucking wants to justify why to kill, mil- like, you know, uh, like a hundred thousands more. I can't even say millions because I, already, I, I think that's been reduced already. I don't even, the, it's surprising with how many fucking, how much damage is being done that people are able to even survive that shit. The resilience on, on so many people that have to deal with that. I, you know what I mean? Like, documented in our film, Gaza Fights for Freedom. At this great march, Israeli snipers directly targeted and killed 183 unarmed demonstrators, including 35 innocent children at these protests. Journalists marked press, medics performing medical aid, a man in a wheelchair, and so many more. But Israel said they were all human shields, so it was all legitimate. Here's where they really exposed themselves. According to international law, human shield applies to civilians as collateral damage when you're targeting military forces in combat. But at the Great March protests, there were no militants, nobody shooting at Israelis, nobody with weapons, no targets remotely connected to military operations. So if all of those children, medics, journalists, and disabled people were human shields, who were they shielding? Even when they killed a celebrated female medic, Razan Al-Najjar, they released a propaganda video saying she was a human shield. But shielding what? Under no circumstances would killing that many civilians at an unarmed protest with the defense that they were human shields for non-existent military targets hold up for a second in a war crimes tribunal. Today, Israel relies on the fog of war to make this claim seem possible. But just two years ago, Israel showed an irrefutable pattern of lying about human shields. And now, they have zero credibility. Point three. According to Israel's own definition of human shield, every man, woman, and child in Gaza is a human shield. They claim that anyone in the vicinity of not only Hamas missile sites, but Hamas offices, Hamas individuals is a human shield. This includes Hamas members who are sleeping at home with their families and the surrounding houses. This includes anyone within a mile of any Hamas institution, which is literally all of the 2 million people who live there. Look, Hamas is the government of Gaza. Therefore, any civilian infrastructure is considered Hamas infrastructure, everything from transportation to healthcare. So anyone in the vicinity of those things or people can be killed with impunity. Even Israel's Minister of Defense confirmed that this is indeed their view, stating on May 18th that, quote, no person, area, or neighborhood in Gaza is immune from airstrikes. How is it in any way acceptable that Israel can categorize every human being in Gaza a legitimate target? And if you take Israel's logic far enough, they could kill everyone in Gaza, and it would be justified. See, that's the thing that bothers me is that people in this era who are like, you know, like, like, uh, like, I, I get it. You can be alarmed by what Hamas is doing. And I, and again, and I feel for Israeli citizens that are under the impression, oppression of a fucking right wing fucking government. 
do I think that there's some mega like people there that that you know what I mean like I wouldn't feel ba- as badly about because they support what's going on, but I'm not gonna generalize all that. But like people who are being super pro Israel, who only think this happened right here, like this is why it's important to know like what information Abby's putting out because this is like fucking like bringing to context of what has been going on before all of this went the way it went. Where, where, where it's become 9-11 again, where everyone automatically thinks that, that 9-11 was the first fucking thing that went on with Muslims and the, the U.S., essentially. Let me go to the next one here for... Uh... Point four. If you accept Israel's definition of human shield, then you have to accept that Israel is using human shields as well. Armed Israeli soldiers are everywhere among civilian areas. Not only that, but their military bases are nestled in densely populated residential areas. For example, the Israeli Defense Force's main headquarters is smack dab in the middle of a residential sector of Tel Aviv and a major shopping center. Does anyone accuse Israel of using human shields? In another example, the Israeli army broadcasts from a residential apartment tower with antennas on the roof. If Hamas leveled that building, Does anyone doubt it would be deemed a war crime? What we have here is a double standard. Israel wants the human shield defense for them to be any civilian they kill. But for any civilian killed by Hamas, it's a war crime. You know, the purpose of international laws of war is to create a standard that's applied to all sides equally. But Israel and the United States have a different view, that the rules only apply to their enemies. That's a good point, too. And here's point five. Point five. If everyone in Gaza is a legitimate human shield, that's only because of Israel's own design. This is a situation of Israel's own making. Israel drew the borders, and Israel refuses to let anyone leave. To leave Gaza, you must get approval from the Israeli government. And the government will almost always say no. So what are people supposed to do who want to remove themselves from the carnage? They have literally nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Israel has made Gaza, in every sense of the term, an open-air prison. They trap two million civilians in this tiny strip of land. Then they bomb their neighborhoods and say, well, they shouldn't have been there. The mountain of civilian dead has to be looked at through the perspective of the Israeli blockade and the inability of anyone to escape. Resistance forces in Gaza have nowhere else to go to. Gaza's self-defense capabilities are confined to this heavily populated area. And Israel has intentionally made Gaza unlivable. The only way Gaza is able to exert pressure on Israel is by firing rockets. If they peacefully protest their conditions, they're massacred just the same. If they do nothing, Israel continues to blockade them, erode their living conditions while ethnically cleansing the rest of their land. Israel has made it so the only leverage Gaza has to get any change is using the one weapon it has. Besides, Gaza has the right to self-defense under international law. And contrary to what Israel claims, the current round of fighting was started by Israel, not Hamas, when they deployed criminal violence against Al-Aqsa and Sheikh Jarrah. And right at the outset, on May 12th, Hamas offered a ceasefire to Israel. Israel rejected it because they wanted to keep going, despite their rhetoric of only wanting the rockets to stop. 
So if Israel's going to keep bombing, Gaza has no choice but to fight back. And that in turn becomes the excuse for Israel massacring so-called human shields. Very well put. What's we here? And this term has been used to state-sponsored mass slaughter. Human shield propaganda has been long applied by the empire to dehumanize the enemy in nearly every major world conflict or war, from its atrocities in Korea to Iraq. And it always serves the same purpose, to dehumanize entire populations, giving the perpetrators a free pass to act with total disregard for civilian life. What the Israeli government is trying to do is cover up what their military is actually doing, which is indiscriminate bombing. That seems glaringly apparent. And international law is very clear about indiscriminate attacks being a war crime, strictly prohibited in any situation. To sum it all up, it is completely outrageous to let Israel make this blanket claim to absolve itself of any wrongdoing. All of those lives taken had value. They all had families. They all had futures they were robbed of. It's not fair and it's not right to be able to wash away their deaths with such an audacious lie. This is an unconscionable situation. What everyone should agree on is that if an army, especially a colonizing power attacking a population it occupies and completely controls, is going to kill such an outrageous number of civilians, they shouldn't be their own judge and jury. This is what war crimes tribunals are for. And that is exactly what Israel needs to face. She, 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 she can break down some, you know, like this, you know, the, the stuff, you know, that, you know, and I wholeheartedly agree with, like, you know, with like, the, the, the technical terms and all that, what they declare, like, you know what I mean? Because that, that's a good point. If, if Hamas... Okay, so 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 you're gonna deny like you know that you're like you're gonna deny that Hamas, for example, like you're gonna deny that. Okay, well this is justified because it's a war, so everyone has to go. That's like some people's fucking mindset, but it's true that if Hamas struck a fucking building with military personnel, would that be okay? Well then, I guess that's also war. Then I guess right because that's military personnel. But you know that wouldn't that would be counted as a fucking war crime, for or 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 a terrorist attack essentially. But 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 the thing is like so 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 like like so people who who might listen and think oh is he uh. Like you're like, like oh like you're chastising some people who happen to say it that's on the left. It's not that I it's, it's it's not that I'm against what like the sentiment of what they're saying about pro about pro pro Palestine, you know being free be for free Palestine and the occupation, uh, put a ceasefire to all this. Right, but like they're also bad faith fucking actors, who are getting traction who do get millions of fucking listeners. That will use the situation for their own far right wing fucking causes, and I think that should be pointed out as well. 
Because now that's at a dangerous fucking level. Because now that you have the mainstream media purposely doing the super pro-Israel thing at a time where everyone is kind of pushing back against it, this is also going to be a time. But again, the reason why it's so transparent and obvious is because it's going to help bad faith actors who say they're fucking left that will, you know, use as a justify why the entire everyone in Israel has to fucking go. And I don't fucking agree with that. Just like I wholeheartedly don't agree with anything the Israeli government is doing to Palestinian fucking people. Labeling them terrorist. Not putting, the, like, you know what I mean, misrepresenting shit. So it's, it's, it, makes it, sim- it makes it more simplified. And not bringing context. This is why you need someone like Abby Martin who brings in the context of what Israel has lied about and what they have done. I don't know. And then you have Ben Shapiro then doing his fucking shit. Like an eight minute video of him doing, you know, our atrocities, obviously. But the media have said that these atrocities, they're really missing context. The context that they are providing, well, that context is a bunch of lies. See, this is, this is, again, this is all just so you can promote yourself to be it with this WWE type of fucking editing and shit like that. I don't, you know. It, there are four myths generally propagated by the left around the history of Israel and the Palestinians. These myths matter because they lead people into a peculiar moral relativism whereby attempted murder or successful murder of Jews is excused. And meanwhile, the evil human rights violations of the... You know, this guy who hangs out with fucking, you know, fundamentalist who are very anti-Semitic, by the way, that he makes, you know what I mean? He, he hangs out with people who have, who have made it, nor- who have normalized hatred for all fucking Jewish people. He, he's one of the fucking guys that does that. And then he gets to be an expert because he happens to be Jewish, even though he lets every other anti-Semitic far right-wing shithead, shithead um, slide because they're aligned with him on other political beliefs. Palestinians are minimized. Myth number one. Israel is historically Muslim territory. This is a pure and absolute lie. Israel is historically Jewish territory. According to the Bible and certain interpretations... See, according, to the, according to the fucking Bible. So now all of a sudden the Bible is uh, the be-all end-all of all this shit. ...tations of contemporaneous archaeology. Joshua entered the land of Israel in 1400 BC. The kingdom of David was founded around 1000 BC. The first temple of Solomon was built in approximately 957 BC. The second temple was built in approximately 515 BC. The Hasmonean dynasty was founded in 166 BC. Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 BC, and the Jews exiled from Israel in 136 CE after the defeat of the Bar Kokhba revolt. The Romans, in an attempt to shame the Jews, I, I'm, I'm already done with this fucking guy. I, I, I already know this guy is talking bullshit. When you use the Bible to justify why you got to do what you got to do, then like it's like you already lost. To me, you already lost the fucking argument. There's also, you know, again, when the, the far right wing are promoting the day, oh, a day of jihad. By the way, Jack Prasebek's like, oh, if, if these protests can randomly show up and there is no day of jihad, that must mean they're planning something. 
No, that means that you are aligned with the fundamentalists that are definitely planning something. And that's why a lot of you are knowing about And that's why people um, with, with the FBI saying there's going to be uh, terror attacks as well. That, you know what I mean? And, and, what, and it's like they know it's going to fucking happen. They can put a stop to it. Whatever. They're, they're, they're promoting it. But because it's the FBI... And they're gonna probably, like, you know, blame it solely, like, on an individual, like, you know, they're gonna solely blame it on, like, um, well, when it's a white person, it's normally, you have to, uh, um, uh, you, you have to go out of your way to make it sure it's an individual person, even if the mainstream media pretends they're condemning white supremacy. But you know, when it's a Muslim person doing it, they're definitely gonna doubt, like, you know, make it seem like it's a whole group that's fucking doing it. But I'm sure, you know, Jack Prasibic, like, yeah, yeah, I do believe some of these protests can be funded by different fucking billionaires and all that kind of shit. It's just whenever it's, like, something that's for social justice, all of a sudden, like, everything has to be talked about how it's compromised. But, like, but nothing about fucking the right-wing fucking, you know, protest are ever, you know, ever, like, none of them are ever compromised. This is just genuine shit. If it's just, gen- if the Freedom Convoy was just genuine, uh, uh, you know, truckers, innocent truckers that were, you know, sick of the fucking system without whatever, the, like, guys like Ben Shapiro, Joe Rogan, Jimmy Dore, all these guys would not give two shits about it. It's because there's probably funding going on with it. But again, so, so when he says that, oh, look, uh, you know, uh, that means that they are planning something. It means, no, it means that your ilk are the ones that are planning something. And because you have fundamentalist Muslims on your side, you have fundamentalists from all ethnicities and all races and all genders and all fucking sex, all sexes, you have, you have a whole roster of that that you can just blame on people from the left, essentially. But, like, some Chicago landlord was accused of killing a Palestinian boy, stabbed him 26 fucking times. And stabbing a woman, you know. This is what, again, and then, uh, you know, guys like Jim Cornette, he he also helps normalize this shit. Look, this is him reviewing, like, what happened, he's talking about the Juice Robinson MGF shit, but then it turned, it turned into just solely blaming Hamas. Again, Jim Cornette, and again, I I hope somebody gives you this, again, one of my trolls will send Jim Cornette and his stupid little fucking cult, his white supremacist fucking cult, an, 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 another closeted right winger who can't admit that he sucked a fucking dick, so now he has to act like a fucking edge lord. I don't again. I don't give a shit. It just, it just, he gets a pass by some people in the wrestling business because some of these guys are, you know, I, I, I feel like if, 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 if you're, if you're like a, a, a gay conservative who acts like a straight, like you can do all the racist rhetoric you want, but you'll, you'll be chastised as like, as like a, a straight guy. You know what I mean, and I, I and I personally believe Cornette's fucking a closeted fucking dude. That's why he thinks he can. He's like most closeted right wingers who think that they can be edge lords, and they're only getting away with it because like they only get away with it because because they're an edgy straight white guy. But like a lot of the fucking gay conservatives in the industry, in that mafia fucking industry, allow, allow you to fucking talk your shit. How could you not think of this is 
the connotation, yes, it ties in with MJF's storyline, where he was bullied and people threw quarters at him that he's told on television. But as Abdullah the Butcher used to say, timing is everything. And they just happened to pick the week that these fucking lunatics over there started a goddamn war. Right there, right, right, right there. The, the, the Bill Maher of pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, they're the ones who started the war, not what Israel did. Because you, again, well, Jim Cornette should keep his fucking mouth shut. Because guess what? You know better than you. You know a lot better than what you lead on. You're not gonna play this dumb, innocent like this. Oh, he's just a dumb um, wrestling manager from the '80s. What does he know about politics? No, he was involved with TIT a little bit. He was also fucking the first one in line. And I'll play it afterwards. What he did on 9/11. And don't tell me that these guys, these institutions, didn't know what they were fucking doing and what they were normalizing. And right now he's doing the same exact bullshit that he is because he's a racist twat that gets gets a, a, a lot of... Again, this is why you can't have actual conversation about racism in wrestling. These jerk-offs can't even admit they hired the Harris brothers in all these promotions while they were fucking white supremacist Nazis. Jim Cornette doesn't have the balls to fucking mention the far right-wing politic pipeline to the pro wrestling world and their military propaganda. So keep your fucking mouth shut. I don't give a shit what Brian Lass has to fucking say. I don't give a shit what Jim Cornette has to say. He can go fuck himself. And they're killing people. The in luna- the, most the lunatics ridiculous being ha- way. The lunatics yes. being Hamas. Uh, Hamas, yes. They, yes, I, I, they're the only ones that have goddamn bombed and beheaded and shot and kidnapped oh, he's people a piece of the shit. last week, aren't they? Have I missed something else going on? No, but you got to... Of course, he, and he, he knows what he's doing here. He's, he's, pl- he's, playing, he's playing dumb so he can look like a good person for condemning Hamas, which, again, you should do. You should condemn Hamas for what they fucking did. But are you going to mention what controls Hamas, how fucking Israel has put Hamas there for this purpose? Are you going to fucking do that? Or are you going to act like a fucking dumb, stupid fucking hick? And enough people in the wrestling fucking industry give this guy a fucking pass. Even Tony fucking Khan, who who allows him to shun the fucking talent anyways. But again, the wrestling industry is fucking pussy anyways. They 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 love their fucking fascism. They they really do love it. The only lefty you have is what Brian Danielson, and this guy's too busy talking about putting vegetables up his fucking ass. While his industry is turning into a far right-wing palace. But again, maybe Brian Danielson is also a right-winger. Just like CM Punk is probably also a cowardly fucking right-winger. While looking like, I'm anti-establishment. Any of you prop up Jim Cornette, you're propping up a fucking Nazi. That's what I fucking see it as. Fuck him. Clarify who the bad guys are, I think, on this. No, you don't. No, you don't in this case. I don't give a shit. You don't have to clarify shit. No, 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 no. You, you do give a shit because you are are, are clearly setting out a narrative. You, keep it, keep in mind his last one of his co-hosts in the two thousand tens. Uh, I forget her name, Alice Ridley, Alice Ridley or something. Radley, I don't know what it was. Thing is, she used to, she used to, uh, like, just like, you know, like, uh, like, you know, just like basic opinions about wrestling would annoy me. Like, I never really had this hatred for her, but a lot of ML, like, a lot of the court, like, court bower type of fucking, like, there was a group of people that I was in, 
um, with like you know from busted open from the from busted open, where I was like in a private face face Facebook chat, and I always thought that like those like you know like like like, like that that group was designed for if I said anything out of pocket they would go and report it because one time I was talking about something in there and then the wrestler that I was talking about ran randomly went on a rant on Twitter about like specific that I was talking about. It's like okay, I know what this fucking is. But, like, I, I left it in 2016 because I felt like they were always going toward the more conservative fucking route, like the edgelord kind of route. So, like, they would be the ones that would, like, they would be one of the main ones that would uh, be harassing Alice a lot of the time and all that kind of shit. So she was a co-host with Jim Cornette. And Jim Cornette went on a completely anti-Muslim fucking rant uh, because some email fucking called him out for his racism. And he went into a whole diet. Which again, by the way, that didn't get him cancelled, by the way, right? He's still allowed on documentaries. So just don't tell me that people in the wrestling industry actually give a shit about um like you know the oh anti-Semitism or racism in general or sexism. Because no no one in the industry, no one who covers it, ever really called it out. Only thing you can really call out is Saudi Arabia. Who kidnap babies, behead people? That wasn't true. The beheading wasn't fucking true. So, and bomb civilians and orphanages are pretty much. Did they bomb? Did they, did, did, did they actually bomb orphanages? Are you just lying to your racist fucking fan base right now? This is why I say he's a Bill Maher of fucking pro wrestling. A fucking a closet Repu- a guy who can't even admit that he's a Republican because he he says he hates Trump even though he probably has the same um type of fucking you know uh no no hearing about what Jim Cornette has you know made talent fucking do he has the same type of um you know out of wrestling activities that fucking Donald Trump has you know behind the fucking scenes wouldn't shock me if this guy's on some Epstein Island shit. It's the fucking bad guys. Is this an argument? No, I Is don't think it's argument? an argument. But if you don't, of course, Brian, I'm not getting the argument. People are going to jump to the assumption that you're being vague on this. I'm not being vague on anything. Fuck these fucking people, Hamas. And anybody who fucking is on the goddamn side, how can you be on this? He probably thinks anyone that's pro-Palestinian being is, is pro-Hamas. Him and him and Bill Maher should go fuck each other. Side, you fucking lunatics! If you're on that side, you should be ashamed of that side and switch sides. So, but the point being, yeah, it, no, that's funny though, because Jim Cornette's probably employed a lot of fucking white supremacist, and you know, it, you know, I can, I, I can bet you a lot of the fucking talent in Smoky Mountain Wrestling were fucking white supremacist tied to fucking. Yeah, you know, we we can't forget about Dick Murdoch being tied to fucking KKK shit. Wrestling is the only only business that you can basically like not be like flabbergasted about that type of shit. But here's here's um this is Jim Cornette on nine eleven. Only is OVW united, but so is the United States of America itself. They're- There have been promises made from President Bush that not only would the terrorists responsible for the attack on this country, its lives, its freedom, not only would those terrorists be held responsible, but any country that harbored those terrorists would be held accountable as well. And it seems to me, it's my opinion, I think it might be the opinion of some of the folks here tonight as well, that the United States of America has a long history of attacking military targets 
while doing everything possible to minimize, minimize. What does that sound like? What does that fucking sound like? That sounds like what we're hearing today with the pro-Israel side. Of course, this was practice for it. Jim Cornette knows what he's doing because the wrestling industry is tied to fundamentalism and tied to white supremacy. And no one else has the balls to fucking say it. And when, when you know, even though I get a limited audience on here to listen to this shit, this is right? This is my opinion, obviously, right? There'll be more punishment for me where they'll fuck with my life, basically. You know what I mean? They'll b- bribe people I fucking know to go and rub it in my face. They're hanging at, you know, They'll do a lot of mental fucking torment. Cause that's what these shitheads fucking do in the industry. They're not happy with the money they're fucking making. They can't, they, they can't fucking get behind the fact that there's one person out there that doesn't want to go with the official fucking narrative out there. So they get fucking really, really pissy about it. And they get their fucking people to go and fucking put me down or harass me. Or they'll put me through some other mental fucking torment. But, this is, but, but people in the industry knew what was going on with 9-11. There's not no co- there's not there's not a coincidence. The, he Jim Cornette knows fucking better, but he gets a fucking pass. As civilian casualties, they attack military installations and military bases, but do everything possible not to inflict damage on the innocent civilians of that particular country. Bullshit. Maybe I missed something. You did. But I've been watching TV for the past week and a half now, and That's what I'm issue. seeing, I didn't see any compassion. On the part of the terrorists that orchestrated the attack on the World Trade Centers or the Pentagon, didn't see any compassion on their part for our innocent civilian casualties. I didn't see any compassion. And his and 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 and, 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 and and his pig of a fucking wife is there, like nodding behind. I bet you everyone that's standing in the ring, he, 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 Jim Cornette, probably forced to fuck his piggish piggish fucking wife. And I'm and I'm a fat ass myself, so I can say it. Fuck her. Aided and trained and abetted these terrorists. I didn't see any compassion on their part for our innocent civilian casualties. When I look at television, I see people in Afghanistan and Pakistan celebrating in the streets, giving out candy, tearing up United States. Well, I, for, for a guy that fucking creates kayfabe, you really did buy into the kayfabe of these celebrations that were going on that are proven false, by the way. States flags. I didn't see any compassion on their part for our innocent civilian casualties. So my question is, I've got to wonder if they're not any more concerned about our 6,000 innocent men, women, and children. I'm awful goddamn confused why we should care about theirs. You have Rico, you have Kenny Bolin clapping, you have his piggish wife clapping. John Cena and Batista are like in the back, kind of like not reacting to this. But it's a fact. In war, there's going to be innocent casualties. And I think we as a people have to not ask, not request, but demand from our leaders that if there are going to be innocent casualties to get our lives back in order, that at all costs, they be theirs and not ours. That somehow that didn't make it the 9-11 documentary that WWE did. Where they're like, oh, we just innocently reacted to all this shit. No, that was the beginning of your military fucking... uh, um, partnership where you guys are going to do pro-American fucking Western imperialism fundamentalism, basically.
I just don't want to hear wrestling people chime in. This is why I don't think you can do... Again, I don't, I'm dreading to hear what MJF's response is going to fucking be. Because it will probably be a super... Like, I have no problem with him um, showing support for um, citizens. But if he's just going to mention Hamas solely, and he's not going to mention what Netanyahu is doing, or he's not going to mention what the right wing... I mean, it's going to be fine enough for a lot of the fucking liberal talking heads who might fucking, you know, think, oh, this is just, you know, great. Because again, the bare minimum in wrestling with, 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 uh, with uh, you know... Uh, uh, diversity and inclusion, all that. It's like the very bare minimum that like you have to be happy about. And if you complain about it, I, I don't trust an industry that pushed ACH out because he called out racism. And the fact that that isn't a bigger fucking deal, the fact that uh, it's not a bigger fucking deal that WWE has a relationship with DeSantis is, is, is also appalling as well. But again, why would I expect people in the wrestling industry to call that shit out? Because most of them are fucking cowards. They can't even call out the rapist billionaire that fucking they used to work for. Brian Daniels is talking about how much of a great hugger Vince McMahon is. Give me a fucking break. Now that I cleared out some of the fucking clips and some of the stuff that I talk about, I'll go through some other stuff that relates to it that I can go over a little bit quickly from my points. Hold on. I mean, so the Israeli Israel bomb people. This is like from notes from you know from before. Like, they're bombing people that are going through Egypt. MSNBC took off people from the air. There was like I saw a video of Israel, um, you know, um, you know, um, is Israeli holding uh, holding guns to BBC reporters. You know, I saw that. I saw Bill Maher. I talked about Bill Maher cheering on students that are getting blacklisted from getting jobs. And then, again, he, so he, this is the biggest Mark thing he does. He uses celebrity, this is why I hate the celebrity involvement in all this. Because in Mia Khalifa, I don't know if she just something like was pro-Hamas, I don't know what, what, what her message, but basically, he's like, oh, how can she be doing the stuff that she does here in, 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 in the, um, you know, in, uh, in Israel, uh, in uh, Palestine or other Muslim countries? How about this? Um, your industry, especially the entertainment industry, you guys uh, do your own type of fundamentalism where you force women to have to do that kind of shit anyways. I, I, I'm against forcing women to um, not want, like, if, if, if a woman who wants to be open and uh, do what she wants to do, I'm for that. You know what I mean? There's people that will be super conservative that way. But then there'll also be people who over like overly encourage hypersexuality so that it gets out of control so that you start advocating for bringing back you know what you perceive in islam as being the fundamental like conservative fundamental shit where you're asking women to cover up that's what's going to end up happening in the u.s and again B B bill maher can't talk about anything 
because this guy, you know, the, 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 this guy, what they called, has a production company called Kids Love. And 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 and, and, and to me, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's part of like some sex cult of next, like like Nexium or something like that. This guy always wanted to audition for Howard Stern, audition to be the next Howard Stern. He's doing it at the fucking age of seventy, in an un, in, a, in the most unfunny way possible. Because he's bringing up child marriage, right? You know. And then I, I again, I can't keep up with who's associated with who. I know Iran's a warning Israel that his his because they they bombed like they uh, th- threw some uh, white. Phosphorus um, shit on on Lebanon. <sighs> then you have Max Blumenthal shitting on Mehdi Hassan because oh look, you thought that he was appeasing his masters for being anti-Russia, <sighs> but he found out quickly. I don't know. Maybe it's all. Maybe when it comes to public figures, all this shit is also designed while there's horrible atrocities going on. So wait, this is going to be Mehdi Hassan's way of now kind of aligning with Max Blumenthal now or something like that because everyone ends, ends up turning heel? I know there was uh, protesting in Mississauga and on, like, in Toronto. Like, it, it just... It get, and let's see, and even Elon Omar, even Elon Omar, sound, she, she sent out a fucking clip from something that was in Syria. So, like, she's... Uh, like, I'm, I'm not saying that what they're called, like, you shouldn't support Palestinians. But it's like now I have to fucking support, like, every tactic that's being done online. Like, you can point out how they lie, but then when you... Because you know that when you lie about or mislead, there's going to be more... There's going to be more vitriol toward the, toward the Muslim side. They're waiting for any fucking mistake to be made. And I think some of these people who are in the Congress or in the fucking entertainment world know what they're fucking doing. Because people are defending Alicia Keys when she made references to paragliders. Anyone who's making any celebrity that's making references to paragliders, those people are not going to be on the good fucking side. And people who are fucking, you know, um, like defending it, like, to, to me, that's, I, I don't know. I, I'm just seeing a lot of people in the alt-media pretend like their view is, like, the most suppressed fucking view when they're getting millions of fucking views and getting a lot, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, your whole basis of your whole personality is that mainstream media is shit. And again, you can point that out. It is shit. But it doesn't mean that you have to be shit as well. And then when you see Putin condemning Israel, I know what route they're fucking going in, basically. I know what route they're fucking, you know, going to go in with it. Because, again, Putin, to some, to, to some people on the left, make him seem because the U.S. pretends to be against him. Because you're falling for country versus country aesthetic. That automatically, if Putin is, support, is, is against Israel, that must mean he's on, like, the actual left fucking side. Blaming Hamas for bombing the road when they did it. 
than 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 doing the obvious sports entertainment of oh we like like oh I'm gonna point out that these people are lying like, again you should point out they're lying, but if you don't think the people in charge are not also doing this for uh, social currency that's valuable that like gets you like you know like again like a lot of this stuff, this is what's so fucking horrible about all this even more is that there's people that are profiting off social engagement and getting paid for it. Like you, th- you like you actually think if you're online, you think like by going, oh, I caught um, I caught Israel, I caught them fucking lying about something. Yeah, they're doing it on fucking purpose. We th- we still think the hypocrisy and they're pointing out the lies is like the tr- like like the one thing that you have to keep. What what I mean is that you should keep doing it. But if you think that it, by now is not some watered down type of deal that's going on where they know they're fucking lying. But they know that it's going to keep it's going to keep causing confusion. It's going to be more trauma porn. It's going to make more people angry and reactionary. There was like Jewish people arrested at the White House for you know wanting a ceasefire. And then uh, the the NHL, who wants to pretend like they're not political at all, they do. I stand with Israel. They couldn't handle you know LGBTQ fucking you know uh, themed uh, fucking hockey sticks. But then somebody, I, I retweeted the surfs, um, um, you know, um, pointing pointing that out right after, right. And then this guy named Je- again some stern troll, again r- random stern trolls are showing up randomly. They think they're gonna crack me. But like I'm well more prepared for them, you know what I mean, and I and, and my shit talking is a lot better than theirs. But then this guy goes disgusting by the NHL. But what would Hamas do to it? It's like that goes out the fucking window in 2023 when literally like the far right wing in the, in the, in the U.S. and in Canada are aligning with fucking anti LGBTQ movements, and in in the Muslim world, in with, with fundamentalists in 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 the Muslim world who are aligning with Christian fundamentalism. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they care about gay people in Palestine. All of a sudden, when you motherfuckers don't give a shit about what's normalized against the LGBTQ community by calling them all pedophiles and groomers, trying to erase trans people from existence, you don't gotta have a fucking moral high ground in that. Because you're what 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 fundamentalism that that you've seen in other fucking countries towards LGBTQ people. That's the model that the U.S. has always the fascists in the U.S. have always wanted. So then this guy was obviously trolling. Me. I explained that to him. He goes, "Don't say that, man. My dog is gay." And then I had to go. I go. I go. I unfollow me right. And then he goes, I'll never unfollow you. I'm a wrestling and stern guy. I simply can't unfollow you. So it means he, he, can, he has to be trolling me all the time. I go, then I go, I hope you eat a Metamucil lace shit for the rest of your fucking life nonstop. Right? And then, and then he goes, and then, and then to, make it, to make me scared, he goes, like, you know what I mean? But like he's making it peaceful. He goes, dude, I live 20, 20 minutes away. Let's meet at coffee time. So he's basically like letting me know in a, in a quote unquote peaceful way that he lives near me basically and he'll do something to me. I go, I go, you're a creep. Never talk to me again. You message me again. I'm blocking you. So then he got into another account, somebody named Markism. 
He goes, just a good dude, Hansy. He's a fan of yours, I assure, I assure you. Take him off, take an offer to meet him. Basically, this is like a way for something bad to fucking happen to me. And I say, then you meet him and kiss his ass and write a book about that experience, right? Then he goes, fuck you, Hansy. You hate Stern so much, but you tune in every week. I see. I go, and I'm, okay, I'm not confused, right? Okay. And I go, I go, I haven't listened to Stern like in the last four or five years. Goes, oh, so he was talking about Metal Musical four years ago. So, uh, and you threw that reference. And like, does he think that I'm the only one, that Stern's the only one that does Metal Musical? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I was talking about Metal Musical before he was. And then, and then, and then, uh, people kept using it, going, oh, Hansy, see, you listen to your Periscope, because now he's talking about Metamucil. This is when I stopped listening to the fucking show. So I go, I go, Howard's the only one who takes Metamucil, you're a fucking idiot? He goes, quite the random reference you use when discussing Stern. Who are the Metamucil influencers you to, who, who talk about it? It's like, dude, like, talk about being in a bubble, right? I go, I've never, I've been using Metamucil for the last, like, ten years. Why is this, why is this a murder street wrote mystery of what reference I fucking make? I told him to fuck off. And then he starts, he goes, oh, so nothing to do with Howard writing a song about it earlier this year, and Adam Dirch, Duritz recently recording a cover played on the other serious stations? Who's the idiot again? I go, I haven't heard the fucking song. I take a, I take Metal Musil and I wish to jerk off that, I heard that, that jerk off Jeff ate a Metal Musil late shit for the rest of his life. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. So you do something that you hope you're strong. I, I know what I was talking about. You do something that you hope someone who you strongly dislike also does. So you're miserable with your Metal Musil shits. I haven't seen you tweet about it. Makes sense. And then I just reply with this fucking reply. Still going, this asshole. I was done with this fucking shit, man. I don't know. Like, the, 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 like the, the, these are the interactions that I'm getting, getting on fucking online, basically. I'll be back at seven oh nine. I'm going to. I'll be watching Dynamite live, and I, and I'm not doing the raw NXT recaps um, until like later on, like you know the other podcast. This is just just. I'll do the impact, and I'll go over some Royal Quest thoughts, but like I'm not fucking doing raw NXT or or you know. I mean, Dynamite hasn't happened yet, but hopefully, I'll get to that tomorrow, maybe. So I'll try to go on to some other shit. Um, but, like, you know, there's, like, a bunch of protests breaking out in different places. I know there's one in Istanbul, in Istanbul to Turkey. Istanbul. I, I never know how to pronounce it. Thing is, like, I, I, I don't hear people, like I, like, I don't listen to things where people are talking about, like, saying the words. So I'm normally reading it normally a lot of time, and then sometimes I don't know how to fucking, you know, say the fucking name of shit. But there's a bunch of shit going on. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been more focused on this, but I've also dialed back until I, like, you know, like, I was talking to Matt Binder yesterday. Okay, I, I've been calling into his show. And at least, like, when I listen to his show, at least I get a semblance of, like, what has transpired that's official. Because, like, when things are, are, are breaking out, 
You don't know what's Photoshop. You don't know what's a fucking lie anymore. They definitely play with your fucking emotions. They put nonstop trauma porn out there. But I mean, we I mean, I discussed the MGF thing with him, and he was like, you know, he was not one of the because he's a Jewish guy, so he was not really offended by it, right? And I'm, I'm not saying that his again, listen, if people are offended by what happened last week, that's their right, and if people are not offended by it, that's also their fucking right. I just think that you know, wrestling is not like unless you're gonna have like a real fucking actual progressive baby faces and socially conscious and introspective baby faces um, when countering some of the fucking racist bullshit or the misogynistic or homophobic, transphobic bullshit, then, like, you know, if you can't do that, then why would I really want more of these fucking heels? Because all, all it is is just serves for everyone to have these fake conversations about, oh, is it, uh, like, like, if I already know... This industry is okay with like like they, like they don't act, like everyone behind the scenes was probably laughing about all the heat they were getting, like you know what I mean these these entertainers don't play by regular fucking rules, so yeah they would exploit real life fucking shit they've been doing that for the last twenty years with the internet fucking discourse it just now can't happen officially in these companies even though AEW is bringing it in there. But I, I, I'm for, you know, real fucking, uh, you know, really uh, horrible villains. But if you're going to do that, you better be giving me progressive. But the thing is, no one fights for the progressive. Everyone always advocates for the fucking he- the heels to basically always have the fucking heat. But you, you, you want to see sports entertainment? Go watch... Uh, this is how I again because normally like the like the established media because you you have guys like Vivek and like other politicians who are like again like they're supposed to be seemingly the the powerful because they're in positions where they're making rule of law and all that kind of bullshit whatever and all that but if you don't think there's people in the media or like entertainers or who are like you know like billionaire type people or people actually in like the meet like you know, like like TYT. They're not just regular fucking people. They have a say of what go like they have influence about what goes on in politics behind the fucking scenes. So they did an interview with Vivek, and you could tell what they're called Anna Kasparian is like like this is like de- definitely planned out. Where she because Vivek's whole personality for these interviews is to get dunked on nonstop. You know what I mean? The only reason why you're hearing about him so much, they're planting him, they're planting seeds for him to be there because whoever is like in the discourse is going to be playing a part in the end game. Like when 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 the face of fascism fucking unveils, Vivek is going to be one of the guys that's going to be in there. It doesn't matter if he's doing well in the po- in the political world or not. If he's getting dunked on, so this so because like Anna and Jang love to pretend like they're um. They're, um, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're going to um, approach things with kitty gloves and all that. They made it seem to go extra ten times hard, which, again, if you just watch their show, you're like, hey, this, they're holding politicians accountable. But because I know that they're going on a right-wing fucking pivot, this is just all a way for them to gain credibility of them looking like they hold the fucking candidate's feet to the fire.
So I so so you can go watch it and Anna was speaking over him and again I have no fucking I have no fucking uh, feel I have no fucking positive feeling for Vivek so I don't care if he was getting dunked on but I'm also not gonna give Anna Kasparian credit for dunking on him when she's already moving into a, a right wing fucking sphere they they, they always do that when they want to go fucking more to the right wing these people they'll keep going more to the fucking right wing. And then, um, and then they'll have a moment where they have some credibility by calling out some politician, like you know Vivek. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Wow, I I have to give it to I have to give it to no, I, I don't. I know what their aspirations are. That this that was all fucking sports entertainment. That's like you know it's and the only reason why Anna Kasparian and Jank felt confident in doing that is because they have under the table backing, in my personal opinion. I, I think they have right-wing money of, like, people who are under the guise of members now f- fucking being the ones who are basically, like, you know, making up for the, the lost members they got, for, uh, that they had because, like, they're moving to the right wing. You know, I don't know. I, I just didn't buy... Because, again, Anna, Anna will keep going down that route where she'll go... Like, she'll talk about Trump's... Like, again, first of all, this is a 2015-2016 thing that a bunch of, like, the Opie and Anthony-level comedians would be... Like, a lot of, like, the right-leaning comedians would do be like, oh, my God, Trump's a good insult comic. You know what I mean? And they kind of, like... In, in a way, you're like, oh, yeah, I go, this is kind of new in the world of politics... This is kind of fucking hilarious that, like, you know, that you're seeing an R-rated movie character, you know what I mean? Because they trained you with that kind of shit for a long time with these political comedies and all that kind of shit where, like, the, the, the tell-it-like-it-is-fucking guy is, like, the one that becomes a fucking hero. So even that point that she made, this is when you know they're moving more to the right wing. And when they, when they make it seem like, oh, if Trump wasn't going for president... I would support his... So you would support a comedy... Uh, a supposed comedy career of somebody who may have been on Epstein's Island and somebody who may have raped fucking chicks? And before people go, Biden, Biden, Clinton... Okay, I, I don't give a shit about them either. Fuck them, I'll fuck them all if they rape people. But someone who's supposed to be a spokesperson for women, you would willingly go support somebody and you pretend like comedians or entertainers don't have fucking power. That's how I know you're fucking bullshit. That's how I know you're full of fucking shit. She can only win battles that what the car designed for her to fucking win. She just did a promotion. Her and Jane just did a promotion. A uh, 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 promotion for Ben Shapiro's um, anti anti woke Snow White film, because she focused more her energy on people complaining about the original Snow White when it's just product placement to set the seeds for a new one. Even the actress shitting on it a couple of years later. About, like, the whole thing. Uh, uh, listen, there are fucking things in the entertainment world that they've trained you to think. Like, I'm not going to say that, oh, my God, this is the top of the fucking issues for women to defend Snow White um, being kissed while she's unconscious for a prince to save her. Then she, then Anna starts fucking going off about, oh, my God, you women are so sensitive about that kind of stuff. I don't know. You Were you sensitive when you started going, started playing victim because Jimmy Dore said, nice fucking, uh, uh, nice new skirt? It wasn't even that a good of a fucking joke. The fact that Jimmy Dore thinks that was a good fucking joke is like something else. 
But she felt victimized from that. She plays a victim for that. She'll play her fucking viral fucking videos of her being the one who stands up for women's fucking rights and all that kind of shit. Yet she fucking organized fucking hatred towards Ole because Ole fucking called you out. And now you're defending fucking... Like, you're doing promotion for Ben Shapiro's anti-woke shit while fucking shitting on the left and making it seem like this is the biggest issue that the left is fucking talking about. While you guys want to... And, 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 then, and then they admit it on the, on, on the air, they're not going to watch the Snow White movie anyways. So why are you guys talking about it then? You did 20 minutes on your bonus show about that. just fucking stupid, you know. I don't know, man. Just, it gets a little bit fucking old for me. Like even the even the gimmick the uh, whole the whole thing about um the gimmick fucking thing about um a partial gag order that's been done on Trump. How is this a partial gag order when the guy is still in the news talking about the gag order? Or in his case, now that you know about it, you pretend that the like on kayfabe they officially like oh Stone Cold Steve Austin was uh, suspended and he's being censored. But everyone who saw it is talk, and then and if every wrestler or every commentator can go out and talk about it, then it's like, is he is it really a gag order if everyone's still talking about this shit? But my my idea for anonymous anonymous house speaker should be going. They should be doing that because they can't figure out who's gonna be the house speaker. They have to fucking make everything sports entertainment. You know, I don't know. I just, I'm just getting sick of all this bullshit with, oh my god, who's gonna be the house speaker, you know what I mean? It's like they learn from pro wrestling, all this shit. It's like everything has become, you know, sports entertainment, so like there's no point of, it's all leading, it's all filler until fascism fucking comes. I can just see the overall fucking pattern, so I'm not interested in the specifics about this shit. 
Like, everything always has to be tabloid level. For Like, for I'm sure the AMC CEO has other corrupt things going on. But then you have tabloid level fucking shit where, oh, look, the AMC CEO is fighting back against blackmail because he's having an affair. And it's like, these people in these positions don't give a shit. Like, their partners don't give a shit if they're fucking anyone else. So it becomes like a tabloid storyline where you have to give a corporate CEO credit because he's fighting. I mean, listen... Like, yeah, like if I'm judging by a regular situation, fighting back against your blackmailers, that's, you know, but at the same time, it's like, whenever it's done with powerful people, it's like designed for this one to stick out more so than whatever other corrupt shit. I'm sure, again, I don't even have to know who this guy is. I'm sure there's other corrupt things that we're not talking about, because we're talking about this tabloid-level fucking scandal, essentially. You know, I don't know. Just like, like, even if you want to goof on, like, Mike Flynn, General Flynn or whatever the fuck his name is, because he's doing auto, like, I see that in Majority Report, like, Majority Report also le- levitate, like, I'm not saying that, like, okay, you can't levitate, like, some of the horrible shit with comedy and all that, but when you're, like, when I see too many people who rely on comedy to basically just dumb down the fucking villains... Where, like, you think you're making fun of them, but then you're also at the same time giving your audience the impression that these guys are just villains, but they're, like, dumbed-down, cute little villains. It, it doesn't help your fucking cause, and I, I think it becomes, like, like, you, like Mike Flynn doesn't give two shits if you're making fun of it, because he's getting engagement for it. Like, everyone's gonna look cringy. Like, no, no, no one actually thinks they look fucking cool. They know that it's gonna be used for cringe. That's how gimmicked a lot of fucking shit is. But I I knew that that Brian Cranston scene guy was again because he's being in Israel. See, he gets he's a blue check. So I already know that anyone's a blue check mark who pretends to be anti Trump is obviously like anyone at this point who's a blue check mark. It means that they are gonna be like aligning with the right wing because, like you know what I mean? Because like you know like they they value that. I I just think that whenever you see him with the blue check mark, they're definitely gonna go down more the right wing shit. Amy Schumer made a fucking post about, um, Amy Schumer made a post about, you know, being super pro-Israel as well. Let me see the comment that she said. I I, I asked Matt Binder about it because I didn't, didn't, because again, she made a, the first statement last week, I heard that she made like a, like a, a one that was like not like shitting on Palestinians, whatever, and all that. But like this one apparently was a new one. But she's been trying to become a fucking, you know, uh... She said, Islamic Jihad missile killed hundreds of innocent Palestinians in a hospital in Gaza. Many Western outlets published a propaganda lie blaming Israel without... And again, you can point out how many times they've done that on Israel's behalf. And again, if, if, if this is not true, then yeah, that's it's, it's, it's a shame on people fucking, you know, like, but like, if, if, it, if it is like a, a lot, let's, let's say automatically it's a lie. There's other residential, there's other residential hospitals that were affected from this anyways. But it's, it's, it's like different people from different groups. There's, there's another one about, um, 
she did one. She she did something about how um, like Matt Bitter told me about one about how like uh, she she um you know uh, she stood with the LGBTQ community and then copied their slogan. She stood with Black Lives Matter. She stood with same sex marriage. Blah, blah. You know what I mean? She said she said like you know she stood with immigrants and now she's acting like no one's standing with Jewish people at all whatsoever. Even though people have not like shit like there's people that there's a good portion of people that have not shit on Israeli citizens who are who and they recognize that they are also opposed to uh, a lot of um of the Israeli citizens being guess what Netanyahu is fucking doing. It's the same thing that Sarah Silverman did when Kanye went on. She's claiming that no one other than Jewish people were standing up to Kanye. I saw more than en- I saw more than enough brown and black people calling out Kanye for anti-Semitism. So while they're talking about Kanye being influential to millions of fucking people for his anti-Semitism, okay, fine, and I, I agree that is fucking dangerous. I'm not gonna pre- I'm not gonna sit there and pretend like Sarah Silverman to her millions of fucking followers are telling p- other people that no one's standing up for fucking anti-Semitism. Like, how fucking dare you? And then yesterday, Rosenberg was on fucking, you know, Ebro's probably been the best, like, you know, from the, from the hip-hop world, at least from what I've seen. Because Ebro, because I mean, listen, I, I, I know that Rosenberg has like bad politics all either, like all the time, whatever. But Ebro has better politics than like Charlemagne or Rosenberg, in my personal opinion. And he wasn't like p- promoting Hamas or like justifying it, but like uh, Rosenberg pretending like this isn't a, that what's going on isn't a genocide because it's a war, kind of in a way. So then, by that definition, then that would mean that Hamas's actions are 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 are, are justified. Then, by your logic, because because there's been a war been going on for the last seventy five fucking years. So by that logic, that that would mean that whatever Hamas or or Palestine does, then that's justified as well. That isn't a genocide either. Then. And and Rosenberg, you work for WWE. You work with the organization. You do NFL work too. You work with organizations that have a pipeline to right wing fucking politics. Call out your fuck. Call out. I know we're supposed to pretend that Vince McMahon doesn't have any fucking power because Ari Emanuel fucking minimizes power somehow, even though he controls most of the fucking shares. No, he's controlling it from behind the fucking scenes. But everyone doesn't want to admit that though. People are dunking on, you know, Ari Emanuel. Like, Tony Khan's shows are dunking on, you know, Ari Emanuel being... Ari Emanuel's, again, another obvious villain by him acting like, um... By him acting like, um, that they have have morals. Even, Even though, even though, um... Like, you know, even though, um... Like, anyone in that fucking world doesn't have any fucking morals. So, everyone thinks dunking on him. Like, oh, did you know you're in bed with Vince McMahon and all that? It's like, okay, okay, it's good to point out. 
But th- th- but these guys don't care if you're pointing out how evil they are because whatever's going to happen, they're going to be protected. They just want you to know how evil they are. And all of a sudden, people have to be a pick-me for a fucking billionaire. Okay, listen, I can go Tony Khan's unhinged fucking tweets are not good for fucking business. And I can also point out that Ari Emanuel is a hypocritical piece of shit that got credit because he didn't take Saudi's money back. Then. What they're called, here's the thing. It doesn't matter where you start out, it's where you end up. So I, I don't give Ari Emanuel credit for not taking Saudi's money because he's going to be taking it in the fucking future. He knew he was going to do it. He just gets a little bit of credit for holding out a little bit longer. Sorry, I don't give Ari Emanuel fucking credit. It, it seems like a lot of people just want to do that so they can fucking justify why they're following a fundamentalist institution and entertainment fucking world, basically. That's the way I look at it. There was a fake Facebook account messaging me. Um... Um, he sent me a, I, I forget what, I deleted the fucking message, but the song was about, like, me, like, some, like, you know, like, you know, saying goodbye soon or something like that, so, they're definitely sending people to, you know, to send me messages like that to insinuate something bad is gonna fucking happen to me. Because, you know, I, I get sick, and again, that's probably to scare me because I'm not giving in to other people's networks. There's people, there's people that, um... Like, they're secretly doing Howard Stern-level fucking shit. And they want to be a part of my fucking life. But as soon as something good does happen to me officially, and I don't fucking align with any fucking, like, in the net, like any network, whatever, then all of a sudden, they're gonna fucking then, you know, um... They're gonna then obviously use whatever fucking good shit that people have done, like a lot of people in my life will do, to justify why they get to be a part of my fucking life. When I don't, don't really trust their fucking intentions and what they're going to do. Hence why they always allow my trolls to come and attack me. I don't know. I couldn't keep up with the amount of wrestling shows that were on. There's like a wrestling show on every fucking, you know, weekend. Eight million of them. I can't keep up with Wrestling Revolver. Uh, you know, um, House of Glory. I, I can't keep up with all these. I think West Coast Pro is where Chris Hero is officially going to come out of retirement to face Timothy Thatcher. Maybe that's like planting a seed for when he does make a in-ring... Because, again, whenever you do it on the, on, on the indies and you get something hot going for a bit, it's no preparation for a big company. So, in this case, Chris, Chris Hero will probably, you know, wrestle on AEW at some point, maybe. And I don't know. Wardlow was in interviews talking about um, MJF. And I guess they're trying to work a program where he might be the heel in the situation. I bet you he'll probably be who, whoever's associated with attacking 
CM Punk attacking MJF. Wardlow will be like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to think that maybe it's going to be the pinnacle with CM Punk running the Punk pinnacle, maybe. Who knows? We can't talk. I mean, we can put CM Punk's fucking. Mark Henry can keep his name in the PR. Can keep doing PR for him. They keep his name out there all the fucking time, negative and positive on purpose. Who knows, though? But, I mean, I'd love to see a Wardlow versus MJF for the world title. I wish they could have kept him maintained a fucking push, but they had to make him a discourse character now. I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening. <laughs> Randy Orton, um, um, again, I mentioned in the last podcast that he could be returning to Survivor Series, maybe. Which, again, goes to my whole point that, like, some of these guys could be part-timers. And their injuries could be exaggerated. But they'll have, like, people in the media basically report what they what they say. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, or, or, like, or maybe they're getting advancements to their body and they have to be out for a full year to let them really soak in before you can start doing it at this age again. Because it makes no fucking sense how people are in the shape they're in at this fucking age. In their fucking 60s and shit. 40s, I don't know. Is and don't tell me just basic working out and having a good fucking diet. It's it's beyond that. Like tomorrow, tomorrow I could be gone for a year, and then and I could be given supplements to basically make me a superhuman. And I would be like, oh, yeah, I've been I've been hanging out for a year trying to get you know doing hardcore exercising, and you wouldn't know the difference. And who's gonna prove me wrong if the system is backing me? I don't know. But, I, I mean, I'm glad he's coming back because I, I don't want his career to end, but, you know. I want to see him versus Cody, maybe. Logan Paul at his boxing event. I mean, it was KSI versus Tommy Fury. I thought it was Tyson Fury at first. I, 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 I can't keep up with all these boxing. People seem to hate these, like, KSI, Logan Paul boxing events because people think they're, like, they make it seem like, oh, this is going against the boxing this is not the boxing that I grew up on and all that kind of shit. It's sports entertainment, shithead. But he challenged Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title after his after his boxing fight. I mean, you you might as well give it. I guess you might as well give it to him. You might as well give because Logan Paul has like a main event level or aura about him. If you're not gonna put the, if you're not gonna, I was like, you could put the world title uh, on him if you really wanted to, but you can put the fucking uh, mid card title on him. But I would rather Santos turn heel and win the title off him after having like a legendary feud for it. Unless they're going to have Rey Mysterio lose it to Logan Paul, etc. And then that's what facilitates the heel turn for Santos, maybe. I don't know. A final battle is going to be in the Manhattan Center. And I think by being in the Manhattan Center... I honestly think that it might be... Because 2024 might be where they reveal the streaming shit. So if there is a streaming deal, maybe they'll put Dark and Elevation on there. And this is what actually kills off, like, ROH as a brand officially. And they just come... They use it for, they use it for a time being to get some... Like, to use it as, like, a WWE, ECW thing. I mean, I think they did it... I think they facilitated it better. But, you know, just get some people some world title reigns without having to give the main world title so you can say Claudio and Eddie Kingston are world title holders. You know what I mean? 
don't know. We'll see. Thunder Rosa was impressed. Apparently, Thunder Rosa was impressed with how Daredevil was handling Jade. Where like she's making it making it seem like maybe she's interested in going WWE and maybe they'll actually get maybe now that she has problems with AEW and they're doing this whole thing with Tony Khan and uh, uh, you know a personal thing going on, like because again Thunder Rosa was another one that uh, the official fucking story online was that they offered her a referee position when she still has like enough that she can do in the ring. Like, I, you know, so I always assumed that when Drake Wirtz was a referee, that he was eventually going to find a way to become a wrestler. So, you know, so it's, it's, it, you, you never know if these people end up becoming more than the WWE lets them become, basically. But maybe WWE will have a change of fucking heart, and it'll prove they're hypocrites, and they'll maybe sign Thunder Rosa as well. Who knows, really? I don't know. If they do a final battle, then I hope it's like a bunch of title versus title matches, and maybe you you know, you you have um, I was gonna say have MJF you know um, defend his title to Eddie Kingston. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. By the way, Ronnie, Ronnie Munn from the Howard Stern Show got fucking married, by the way. I, I still follow... I, I don't listen to the show, but I follow... Apparently, Howard... Apparently, I'm looking at the subreddit, and apparently Howard hasn't really mentioned anything about Israel and Palestine. He hasn't gone on one of his rants that he would have gone on in 2014. He's staying clear of it. But all this discourse around pro-Palestine rhetoric, this is a style that Howard Stern has, you know, has, like, made, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, he's made it popular. You know? But, yeah, so Ronnie won, again, you know, I, I think it was a callback because, you know, how Ronnie interrupted, uh, by the way, that's also Howard's call, too, by the way. Ronnie wouldn't do anything if Howard didn't want it to be done, where he's talking about let's fuck some whores at um, Bubba's wedding, basically. So Bubba basically did the reverse about let's have intercourse with our wives or something like that. But it felt like, it felt like, it felt like, like you know how, like, in, in, in the early 2000s, when, like, you know, when, like, the, when, like, there was, like, actual crowds for your fucking, like, there was actually more hype for these storylines... It's like they're doing callbacks in like the worst era of impact where like they're relying on nostalgia basically. That's what it looks like to me at least. But I, I didn't get talking about Gen V from the last week like uh, from the week before, it's like the fourth episode. Cause I was confused of where it was going because like they confront like they're all in this showdown confronting the doctor who's doing experiments on like, you know, Golden Boy's brother, right? And then all of a sudden, like, you see Marie waking up with that other blonde chick who can shrink and grow herself. No, 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 not, 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 not her. Marie and the fucking, the, the woman that can do the gender swapping. She can turn a man and a woman in bed with her, right? So you got the answers la on last week's show where 
um, they, they blanked out, like, their memories got wiped out, and they thought that maybe somebody, like, that Rufus guy was the one doing it, because he was the one that, like, seduced Marie before she blew up his fucking dick. But he wasn't the one doing it, it was actually Golden Boy's girlfriend that was wiping out their memories, basically. So you saw her wipe out Marie's thing, whatever, but then they found the trackers in people's, because she can manipulate blood, right? So now you're finding out, like, she's kind of been helping out with the higher powers, basically, to wipe out the... And she can also get... She felt bad because she gave back the memories to the... Uh, who's, the who's the guy? I can't remember the character's name. The guy that, uh, like, you know, who's, who's Golden Boy's best friend, the, the, the black dude. Um, I forget what his name is. You know what I mean? Because she, she, he was about to kill Rufus, basically. But yeah, no, it's it's getting inter- it's getting interesting in in that regard. I I did like the part um in, the, in last week's episode, where you know Sam, I think it's Sam right Sam the the, the brother of Golden Boy, it, instead of showing you the horrid shit that he did like ripping off fucking security guards fucking arms, they didn't within his imagination of it being puppets basically. You know what I mean? Like they they, they always uh like they they don't shy away from the violence, but I like that within the context. Of why his character is imagining it in a different way. It's like, it's kind of cool. But, so yeah, so now we're going to find out why she's been wiping out the memories, I guess. You know, I, I can't remember the character's name. I'm surprised I remember I remember Marie. But I, I, I'm, I'm liking the show a lot, man. I think the show's dope. Again, it, it, it basically, it's basically like students that are, just like, that are, some of them are embracing their superpowers and some of them are, like, traumatized by their powers because something came along with it, which is, like, you know, close to what celebrity shit is. And then, you know, you have people discovering that the system is fucking evil with inside it, and then they, they, they need to change it, but, like, you, you can't do it in the traditional way because of public fucking perception. I don't know, it was, it was kind of cool, though, but, like, yeah. No, but it, it was, uh, you know, it was a good episode that kind of tied it in. Um, there's, again, more, again, Sexy Red is having more viral shit happen with her as well, with, like, I, I wasn't super paying attention to the pop culture and celebrity storylines because... The fucking the the whole Israeli Palestinian fucking thing has gotten most of my attention because this this of this of this like current one right now, since we're in the brink of insanity already, this one's gonna like really this one's gonna be the facilitating of taking the world. It's gonna be one of the reasons why this world goes into even more of a fundamentalist fucking uh, paradise for a lot of these people. So I wasn't paying attention to every like I I really don't give two shits about Jada Pinkett Smith's fucking book. About Tupac and Will Smith being friends. Like, I, I'm so convinced now, because again, I, I don't even believe the official story of how they're going about the murder. You know what I mean? That, like, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, the reason why you've been hearing so much Will and Jada about Tupac, like, it wouldn't shock me now if you find out that, like, one of them have something to do with the murder case in some fucking regard. Like, it, it, like that's the direction that we're going in and why they're planting the seeds so much for this. Because even, like, the whole, like, their marriage falling apart, everything, like, they're, like, they probably have an open marriage. But now they're even promoting, like, getting divorced and being under this real relationship when, like, they ha- like their family is, like, an institution. It's like a royal family in show business where they initiate you into it. Like, August Alsina's career 
like, you know, became bigger because of the scandal that he was in with her. I don't know. It just, I, I, I just get sick of, uh, like, it just, like, it's constantly using two points. It, it's become a parody at this fucking point. Like, even, even Blueface's mother is not even safe. You know what I mean? Like, you think one person from that family <coughs> would be safe in, as far as, um, like, being safe as far as, like, not being a super character. But now she even has nudes leaking out. I mean, where are they? No, I don't know. She's a good-looking woman for an older woman, you know what I mean? But, you know, let me see. Blueface. Let me see. I'm looking at loading right now. There's like a there's like a span there's like a, there's like a scripted bot accounts that are p- promoting her his mom, which is like you know like obviously part of her initiation into the fucking club essentially, you know what I mean? Like that that's like the initiation phase that's going on right now. I don't know, but like even the Chris like something bad is gonna fucking end like like again like we shouldn't really give a shit about these celebrity couple things. But the reason, the reason why I kind of focus on some of these is because I feel like it's designed for them to create, like, you know, people are like, oh, this is just innocent fucking fun, there's celebrities having, you know what I mean? But because everyone's so invested into this, it feels like the beginning of, like, horrible shit happening because of this fucking storyline. And I, I'm not going to just blame them solely for being, like, you know, like, putting their kids through this, tr- putting their kids through this. You know, Krishan, like, now getting with a new man and wanting to get pregnant by him. Like, it's, it's all, like, very tabloid-level storyline that is, like, helping creating gender war because people use the... Like, people are, are using this uh, Jada Pickett-Smith shit to basically shit on all women because this one woman is emasculating Will Smith non-fucking-stop. From the storyline perspective. I don't know. Like, even, like, you know, um, when when Chloe Bailey was, like, you know, shitting on people online for spreading the rumor that her sister was pregnant, I knew right there, like, like, like me personally, I don't, I, like, I don't care if they're getting pregnant or not, but I noticed the fucking marketing around, like, oh, the, like, it's not going to be, a, like, like, we're planting the seeds for you to know that she's pregnant, but we're going to deny it for a bit, and we'll get some social engagement out of, like, you know, it's, 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 it's like a, a preview of the movie coming up, essentially, because now she is actually pregnant, and now people are fantasy booking DDG and her fucking, um, her par- their parenting abilities. Like, I feel sorry for the fucking kids, because now you're born into a world where strangers are, who are social climbers are, like, booking and analyzing you before you even have any thoughts about yourself. Before you even know who you are. You don't. You won't even know who you are until you're fucking 14 or fucking 15. Maybe even later in life, even. But, like, now, like, between Blueface's baby and fucking, you know, Haley Bailey's baby, it's like, like, it's, it's gonna be designed for royal family sports entertainment shit. 
So, like, when I cover this stuff, I'm not kind of like, oh, my God, can I, I can't wait for how Halle Valley and DDG are going to be parents. I wonder what this means. Are they going to name... And I'm, I'm not going to fantasy book what they're going to name their fucking kid. But I know that they're putting these storylines out there because they want everything to be relatable. So you use these celebrity situations to basically like apply it to your fucking regular relationship. Even though you're not living by those fucking rules. It's just there to create gender wars. They've been doing that. That's an old... Like, they had the Howard Stearns and the Oprah Winfrey's doing that for so fucking long in, like, the 90s. Where, like, Howard will say some rational stuff where you think he's not a complete misogynist, but then he'll also be a complete misogynist where he has a huge base that will hate women and be sexist towards them. And then you have Oprah who will say positive things for women to feel empowered and all that. While at the same time, she'll also say some generalizing shit about men. So then the women will then take that to then feud with men, basically. And that's how you create gender wars. I can never keep up with, like, you know, the whole... um, like, who, who who ties with who in the billboard, but apparently Drake... I, I could have sworn this record was already done, like, a couple of years ago with Drake and Michael Jackson. But now he has the same amount of hits on billboard. But, I mean, listen, it's always been designed to be the way that it is. Who, who get the push? But, like, even now, it's just, it's even more manufactured. You know what I mean, in my personal opinion. But Waka Flocka is another official rapper now that's coming out in support of Trump. Now, even though, like, people are like, oh, like, you know, people are like, okay, well, these guys can't, some of these guys, like, Betty the Butcher can't vote because he has a, uh, a record or whatever. But, like, you know, I don't know, but, but it doesn't matter if they can vote or not. Th- them showing allegiance to Trump because they know that that's where it's ending up with, it, that's the fucking part that's going to be really fucked up. You won't think it's bad because, oh, look, the Biden administration hasn't been doing the best job, whatever, right? But the whole thing is, like, under Vince McMahon's booking control. I, I find it odd that, you know, when, because, because again, whenever people, uh, I feel like in the midst of, like, people calling out Drake the last couple of years for him potentially, you know, getting with underage girls. I don't know if that's true or not. But the, uh, the, the Millie Brown situation definitely was designed to make you, like, think that. So, you know. Um, but the, so, so whenever anyone gets compared to Michael Jackson, then it turns into, like, oh, is Michael Jackson guilty? Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That there's always going to be inconsistencies on both sides of the argument because people will use that type of shit. But I also, like, I also think that, like, if he was guilty of it, whatever the fuck they're accusing him of, it's like everyone in the system has to fucking do the sh- You know what I mean? Some people try to escape it, but, you know. But once you try to escape it, you already did their initiations, and they have you for fucking life, basically, on that. But, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, listen, man. Like, you know, like... I, like, even even I had that fucking thing with Eminem for a bit where I was like, yeah, like, even though he's kind of opposing the system, whatever, like, it's possible that he's guilty of, like, doing some of these fucked up initiations as well. Like, you know what I mean? 
This is why, like, you gotta get away, like, everyone has to get away from the celebrity worship, but, like, now it's getting worse because everyone's socially climbing up to be a foot soldier for these fucking celebrities or institutions and all that kind of shit. Who fucking knows? By the way, I I knew that Travis Kelsey getting involved with the fucking vaccine, being the spokesperson for it now, while getting pushed, whatever, is a good... And by the way, the Aaron Rodgers fucking injury wasn't really as severe. I knew knew it was was kayfabe anyways. Even if he was going to be out for a while, it's probably an excuse for a while he'll be a part-timer. But now he wanted to... Again, they're doing pro wrestling shit where they they want promos with Travis Kelsey and Aaron Rodgers. And you know Travis Kelsey being like the baby face because he's like pro-vaccine. You know he'll probably just, like he's probably an example of somebody that doesn't know shit about it. But he was like told, like he was like told, like given money to do it. Just just like you're given a lot more money for being anti-vaccine, which is under the fucking table in my personal opinion. But like this is like supposed to be like a win for Aaron Rodgers' side. Because like they'll have an establishment baby face that they can dunk on. Because it's, it's more favored toward the right-winger. Despite what people fucking think. I don't know. Anyways, let me get to um, some of my thoughts on... Um, So yeah, I watched uh, Royal Quest. I thought it had to be a. Pa- I thought it was like a extra pay per view that you had to fucking pay for. Maybe you couldn't watch it live, but by I went to go check to see because I was looking for highlights on YouTube. I didn't think that it was like a a free event, but it became a free event after on New Japan World. By the way, if if you set your VPN in Japan, you can. I, I guess it, cause I, I don't have fight I, again. I, I I go on and off with Fight TV Plus sometimes. Like, sometimes, like, you know, uh, like at least with the AEW um, fight, um, AEW Plus. But maybe once in a while, you know, I, I get a free trial of uh, the Fight TV Plus for the GCW shows that maybe I can, you know, watch. Or sometimes like that. But, um... So, yeah, I, I watched Royal Quest, and uh, I, I liked Ishimori versus Robbie X. Uh, Eldest Brother versus Trent Seven was pretty good. He beat him. Taji Ijimori beat, you know, him. Uh, Robbie X, by the way. Yonosuji versus Luke Jacobs. I don't know much about Luke Jacobs, but this match was all pretty, pretty decent. Um, the, IWG, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Championship, the Bullet Club War Dogs, Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney beat uh, Cameron Kai and Leon Slater. I, I didn't know about some, about some of these guys, really, right? Grillo Destiny versus uh, uh, Alpha Tasma, Tama Tonga, and Tonga Loa beat Bullet Club War Dog, Alex Kovlin, David Finley, and Gabe Kidd. Ren Narita and Shota Umino beat the United Empire, Fresco and Kira, uh, Fres- Francesco Akira and Great Okan. Uh, that, that was a pretty good match. Shota Umino would get involved like in the end of later on, anyways. Lost E. Garbanibale de Japan, de Japan, sorry. Bushi and Naito beat just five guys, Duki, Sonata. This is, uh, you know, it was okay, I guess. I don't know, just a preview for, you know, uh, the Wrestle Kingdom match between N- N- Naito and Sonata. And Eddie Kingston, Tanahashi, and Michael Uku beat Hanare, Jeff Cobb, and TJP, United Empire, right? Uh, 
That was an okay match. I like Shingo Takagi versus Tomori Ishii. That was good. Shingo won. And then the main event was uh, the United States Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay defeating Zack Sabre. This was a really fucking good match. Uh, Ospreay's on, you know, roll. Then Shota Umino wants a challenge for the next pay-per-view, which is going to be something in November, I think. I forget what, what, what the event's called. But Osprey said that uh, only if, uh, you know, uh, Moxley fights Great Khan, basically. So, that was that. And then let me go to Impact from last week. I, I, at, least, I at least wanted to get the... I was going to do the recap for, like, you know, like another episode. But I know that being bound for glory is this weekend. And this is last week's episode of Impact. So, I'll, I'll get to this one really quickly. Rascals beat Swan and Sammy. I, it was pretty decent. I forgot the spoilers, but it felt like Sammy and Swan could have actually won. But the Rascals are having a dope title reign with these heel characters they're doing now. With this incarnation of the Rascals, you know. Kenny King cut a promo about getting revenge on Heath. Sheldon John wonders why King is blaming other rivals. Like, you know, Dreamer, you know, uh, Nick Aldis. On what happens and, and going over. And then they go over having a Heath problem. And uh, he'll, he'll make uh, Heath atone for his sins. And his sins will leave his kids broke, essentially. This should be decent, but I wish they gave Kenny King something more important, you know what I mean? But he makes his promos count for whatever he's doing. Kylan King basically admitted it to being the one behind the attack on Taylor, Taylor Wilde. While she was blaming Jody Threat for it, but then she mentioned a crowbar being used, which no one knew about beforehand, so Santino walked in and basically pointed out. And then Kylan then said that she did it, and she, and she, like, she basically left the dead weight. So I'm assuming Taylor Wilde either gone from the company to how the writer off for a bit, or did she come back and start a feud with her? Or did he just start to do a Kylan King? Was this a way for Kylan King just to go singles, basically? I thought the team was actually decent. Uh, thing is, they don't put actually like they don't actually put an actual tag division on that much, other than a few. But it doesn't seem like much of a division that gets out there and to do their thing. It only just leads to one team getting a title shot, or they make a multi-team tag match. You know what I mean? I mean, they do a better job than WWE does, you know what I mean? Dango won the gauntlet, you know, the, the last spot for the gauntlet match. Um, because Va- Vladimir Kozlov apparently attacked, and you, read that, you, read, you heard that right, 2023, Vladimir Kozlov. He attacked Singh, EY, Jake. I don't think he attacked Jordan Grace, but he helped Dango win, basically. I thought, I forgot the name what they gave him. I forget, I forget what it was. I have to watch it again. I wish EY had something else going on other than being in a battle royal. Like I think his, his with his character and how he's a good guy, how he's good with his promos. I feel him being a good guy, he should feel with someone who might need the rub to raise, like to raise someone else's value. And I feel he's been stuck with his Diener shit way too much now. But he's in this battle royal, you know what I mean? So I don't know. But I like how they're booking Dango. He doesn't dominate the program. His character is being like, done pretty w- well where it makes sense, where he brings in guys who are around during his era in WWE. Crazy Steve cut a promo on Dreamer about being amazed and disgusted by him, which is why he stabbed him and said he wasn't his friend. He dressed Black Tourist and he'll finish him off for the next show, this show coming up. I thought that that should have been a pay-per-view match. Maybe Steve should would have won the title, and then he goes back to feuding with Black Tourist for it, you know. Tasha beat Courtney Rush. I really do want Rosemary back. And not the, and not the, back, not the backstage segments and the comedy undone. I just feel the undead realm shit has, like, like you know, held their characters back from, like, be, like you know what I mean? Because there's a, a, a dope division going on. And no, no, a lot of time, Rosemary's stuck in these type of storylines. 
Like I felt like that, like 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 this undead undead realm storyline killed Taya Valkyrie's return to Impact, where before she was like a dope single star, you know, who had dope matches, and she was stuck in this type of shit. I don't know. So Tasha won, and it'll be her and De- De- Deanna going. Uh, you know, they want to keep them strong before challenging for the MK, challenging MK Ultra for the titles. I wish you saw MK Ultra getting more character work over, other than seeing them beat and maybe beating Job Team. They 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 appear backstage randomly. Like even when they give Masha a fucking accomplishment, they don't really utilize it as well as they could could be. And I think the 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 storyline between her and Kelly has kind of died down. I thought that like you know you could do more with their characters. I don't know. They showed Mike Bailey doing a promo about an open challenge before he faces Osprey at Bound for Glory. I'm sure that person will be someone associated with Osprey. Bully approached Macklin and asked him about being called soft two, two shows ago, and he made sure that Macklin we made sure again when uh, Macklin called him again during the week before his promo, and Macklin basically copped to it. And Bully then pauses, and you think he's going to do something? He goes, "Okay, cool." He, I'm guessing he's going to do something overly heelish to bring back his old heel side, unless they're going to try and make him a baby face, which is a big mistake. I gotta say, I was not really looking forward to another Cas with the Eddie Edwards match. But this match was fucking good. It was a two out of three falls. Uh, it was fucking brutal. Cash's chest was bloody as fuck. I you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. The last time I, I saw that that has, like somebody getting chopped and blood coming out in Impact at least was when MVP and Low Key had a match in 2014 where Low Key chopped the fuck out of MVP and MVP's chest was like he had like unzipped like the fucking stuff that he wears for to cover his chest and it was bleeding as it was it was like really bloody as fuck um you know but it seems he happened with Cavs but ultimately Cavs won the match it was one full piece but this was really fucking good i hope this is the finale of the uh, finale because this felt like a finale they gave Cavs the victory he needed since he couldn't beat Eddie but this, but they end up being really good piece of business, and the last fall was like a last stand, last man standing match, which makes it more definitive, I guess. So those are my thoughts about that. So I'm done now. Peace out.